On your mark, get that record. Hey, that was really funny. <laughs> Rick, <laughs> Uncle Rick. I love Uncle Rick. Oh, jeez. Dude, what's with that line across your screen, DP? Oh, it must be this fucking little fucking light thing. Reflecting on I mean, something. It's, it's kind of cool. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Oh, oh, no, yeah, it's still there. It looks like a crack on your screen. Oh, now there's two of them. Sweet. Are we live now? Not quite. That's That's almost. Oh, I thought we were. I was like, we're, these guys, we're live. It's showtime. Keep there it is. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. You're on the air. Keep going, DP. I love it. You're like heavenly, bro. I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet Johnny's just like, what? Uh-huh. You got some good shit in the jaw there, looks like. Uh-huh. It's talking to you. Where am I at? So Bud's are smoking. How's it going, bro? They're good new, man. I'm just excellent. I'm excited to hear from you. I think your whole layer behind you there is awesome. It's my man cave, as they call it. Yeah, dude. You got what what started you uh collecting uh mostly movies eh? like old disney stuff yeah cartoons uh dexter's lab so right. many things yeah and you know the old uh, transformers mm. old transformers cartoons <clears throat> so much stuff i came out uh, of darkness Pardon, pardon my ignorance. Where, yeah. where are you from? Are you from uh, South Africa? Yeah, in Johannesburg. Okay, cool. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, I, I can understand Dutch. Yeah. I can understand. See, it. I knew it. I knew it. See, I don't know why. Just, uh, just the the people need to speak slowly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool, man. It's good to see you. I've, I've watched a bunch of shows. Uh, learned a few things already. It's what's awesome about this whole connect hookup situation. Um, yeah. Just don't mind me. I'm getting over some sinus crap here. <laughs> it's all good, man. We're uh, more than willing to work with you. Um, uh, you. You got a pretty good reputation as a content creator on cannabis, and uh, we're really eager to hear what you have to say. So, uh with that being said, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. It's time for our Tuesday night talk and uh, in for the bullshit session. We've got Buds of Smoking uh, dropping in. How you doing, brother? Great to have you. Very well. Very well indeed, man. It's early in the morning, but I feel good. Uh, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> funny uh, the way time Thank is. you, buddy. Uh, we kind of we we joke around about the time zone difference just a uh, few hours difference between us and uh, it's a completely different situation communicating with you as I understand it so uh, <laughs> a little bit farther apart yeah it's cool though it's hundred percent these my yeah, videos I'm working good. out uh, I can I can hear you guys the stuff's going through shouldn't have said that but let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> So far, so good. So for some of the people uh, that may not be aware of you, uh, where, where should we start with you, Alec? How long have you been growing for? Um, I calculated about 10 years. 
but uh, only really growing sort of properly in the last six, six or so. You know, with the knowledge that I've gained from communities and speaking to people like you guys, just learning, you know, doing and learning. <laughs> yeah, actually, the very first plant that ever grew was in a, is in a tiny, uh, what was that thing, man? Like a jam jar. And I just popped the seed. My dad busted me. I didn't even think he would uh, pick up that it was, you know, what it was. You know, kids, you, we think our parents don't know shit. They know. So, yeah. <laughs> he told me, get rid of it. And I was so sad. That thing was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got it sound similar to the first time I got caught trying to grow. It was uh, just a, a bag seed I'd found thrown in a mason jar. Or not a mason jar, sorry, a coffee yeah. My dad comes into my, I didn't even have it under a light. It was just sitting up in my closet. Cause I didn't, I, that was how little I knew, right? There's a light in my bedroom. That should be good enough. Uh, dad comes down, <laughs> he's that got the whooping because it was that day and age. And uh, here we are now. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to tell me about that. Eh? <laughs> yeah. What did you do? Yep. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. So uh, for a, uh, do you, what, what, what are you growing right now? Are you able to tell us? Uh... Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm doing some some oldies from from back in the day, the Swazis, the Swazi Golds, uh, African land races, because they just they they winners, they they work. It's sort of like a, a daytime sativa, you know. So it keeps you cooking through the day. Doesn't make you sleep. No couch lock. Really, uh, I like to mix that with a bunch of other things just to get different effects as well. Um, that was I have, one of the things that caught my eye where I started like following a lot of your stuff. I was like, oh, okay, wow, yeah, this guy's got some really good stuff. And then I saw you just cooking a lot. Yeah. I love your variety of strains that you have going. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as you can see behind me, man, I collect all kinds of crap. And uh, I started collecting seeds early as well. I wasn't allowed to grow anything, but I had lots of little containers full of seeds. And I had skunk in there and dirty poison and all kinds of weird stuff. And then uh, <clears throat> and one day my buddy comes to me and says, okay, his dad wants to grow and make a bit of extra cash. So gave him all my seeds and, and I started over. Yeah, they would have gone off anyway. You know, they don't last forever. How, uh, how long of a growing season do you have in South Africa? Seven, maybe eight months if I squeeze it. Okay, so it's it's a while. Yeah, um, if I I can start autos in midwinter, I started with my first auto um, earlier this season <clears throat> in in midwinter, and it actually came out pretty cool. Got about 160 grams of it, so not bad. Just in a super soil mix, leave it to grow, and it just did its thing. So that was awesome. I didn't actually expect much from from an auto, but I'm sold now. They are awesome. So what are your laws like down there in South Africa? Funnily enough, they've only recently posted some actual information on the, on, you know, plant count and weight and all that stuff. It took them something like three years or something to figure all of that out. <clears throat> but now, so it turns out we've got eight females, allowed eight females, unlimited males, unlimited seedlings. And I'm only allowed about 1.2 kgs. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it, well. It doesn't sound like a lot, but in dry flower, it actually is quite a bit. 
So like one kilogram is 2.4 pounds. All righty. Okay. So yeah, that's cool. It doesn't sound like a lot. <laughs> right, it but might. two pounds of that was fucking lot. What's that, Johnny? Ah, uh, I just want to say thanks to you, man, because when I first got on here, you're the one who really got me leaning towards the living super soil organic and and I catch myself going going that way more and more. And uh, I'm, gl I'm glad I'm going that way. I could be, it could be wrong in my opinion, but I'm glad I'm going that way because I'm seeing a, a, a better quality of my, uh, my buds, my the overall finished product is so much better. And, and, and the flavor is so much better. So I, I just wanted to say thank you, for, thank you for getting me going in that direction, man. I learned a lot from you too, eh? And uh, when we first started on this app, it was just incredible because, like I've told people, I try and talk to other, like my wife or whatever, blanks there, you know, not listening. Talk to any one of you guys and, and we engage and we get into it. And it's awesome. It's really cool. Yes. Yeah, sir. appreciate you as well. Smoking my old brand. <laughs> I, I smoked many years ago. No, I smoke other things. It's better. <laughs> I don't know what happened to this one. This one just fell off. So I'm excited to see what happens to this one. It fell off. It was a gift. <laughs> yeah, it's just I it's like, yeah, smoke it. fell off. Yeah. It, it's gonna I, it's gonna dry, yo. I, I can guarantee that. I, I just had that today happen to me and uh, I just smoked it, the platinum garlic. One of the limbs were broke off and uh three eleven stopped by and he said, Hey, smoke this later. It it's all right. Yeah, same with platinum garlic. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a gift when that happens. I'm still stoked on that uh, mail call from 311, man. That dude. Surprise okay. you ain't popped nothing yet. <laughs> huh? If you can see that. I don't have any room to pop anything. Oh, no, there's only room. Stop that. <laughs> I got, I got, I got two coming down. I'm about to have a whole three by three open up, so I'm good. I'm about to. Hey, I'm we about see, to, I'm about we to see your new house more. today. What's that? We oh, saw yeah. your new house today. Yeah, that box is nice, right? Yeah. By the time Johnny's done, he's gonna have his entire house lit up, plants circling around his bed. He's gonna have to sleep during lights out hours and stuff. Caribou, yeah. <laughs> stop! My wife's plant. already yelling. Yeah, it's going to look like Squishy Bob's room. Yo, my kid's on that schedule because he shares the room right next to my veg, and it's on later. So, like, my veg, like, totally illuminates his side of the room. I feel so horrible. <laughs> Ooh, Lobster said his press is coming in tomorrow. That's awesome. Squishing time. Yeah, man. I can't wait to harvest, man, so I can use mine. I wonder how much he's going to squish tomorrow. You know, like first day squishing, like, I don't know. Uh, lobster bush, bro. I'll bet you he squishes all of it. No, you nobody, nobody squishes all of it. <laughs> well, I mean, all maybe, all of, maybe all of yours, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could never do all of anything with what I harvest. I, I never could. I, I couldn't just dedicate it all to one thing. Maybe yeah. I'm just a glutton like that, or I just like variety. <laughs> you know? 
even the offer of making it all in the shatter, which, you know, I love, and then I could turn that even into vape cartridges. I, I can't do it. I got to have the variety of everything, you know? Yeah, I'm with your profit. I need at least a little bit to smoke, too. Like, if I were to buy a QP, I could press three of those ounces easy, but I want at least... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can't just do like high concentrated stuff all day long. At least I found personally, I end up with a headache, you know, after like things. My lungs just fucking hate me after doing nothing but dabs all day, every day, too, because it's just like the constant irritation to them is just like, wow. So if you have a joint or a vaporizer or something like that to just dial it back and then kind of when you want to ramp it up and really kick it into high gear then you hit the dab rig a few times yeah so I, I also found like the different rig is is the so like the like i said the short one or the straws man you hit those there's no time for that shit to cool off and it's just like getting shotgun right down to your lung as opposed to like the bong i've been using i can actually do and survive without keeling over because it's got time to kind of cool off and make it a little easier at least I found personally. I'm, I'm learning on, like, with the dabs. I'm, I'm fairly new to it, but I've done a little bit of research and, and stuff like that. Like, the smaller the rig, actually, the more, like, terp and profile you're going to be able to get because the longer the, the smoke and stuff like that is in the air, it loses profiles and stuff like that. But it's all about temperature control. <sighs> so, like, my buddy just got a... Um, can't remember the name of it. it's not a dab right but it's just a little uh thermometer you put up underneath your you know what i mean your rig and it get you get a perfect hit every time and uh i mean it's phenomenal it really is and that really does help with you know coughing and stuff like that you're still gonna cough i mean it's fucking dabbing you know what i mean but it's not as brutal if you're getting those good low temp dabs a lot you know what i mean if you're fucking throwing shit in and that thing's burning up you know what i mean like you're fucking tearing your lungs your throat up you're gonna be coughing it's gonna hurt like i hate these things man i wish i had one of those it's like yeah, that situation like over in uh in your area bud pretty much so I, it's very new yes though sorry say again Sorry, there's so many on the screen here, uh, but I forgive me, but I've got to bring you up to speed in the last 15 minutes or so of my life. So right when we went live, um, my dogs were fucking barking and everything was out of control. And I thought that Caribou had sent me to the mute police because a, uh, a well, I didn't. I didn't understand that because, just like I had disappeared, but there was the logo was there, and so anyway, I'm thinking, okay, well, he muted me, and I guess you know I'll just uh, have to just uh, sit here and wait and uh, bide my time, and uh, so I'm sitting and I'm enjoying the show, you know. I, although I got verbal diarrhea, you know, I just gotta talk. talk, talk. Anyway, I'm sitting here. And I think, okay, well, I'll make the best of it. So I'm, I'm uh, listening to the show. And then I, I glanced over fucking technology. I tell you, it's, it's going to be the death of me. I used, to, I used to embrace technology. I fucking hate it. Anyway, I glanced over at the, um, at the uh, YouTube 
Well, I'm not fucking there. And I just, now look at Look at Look at I know what I'm doing here. I'm watching, kind of sort of watching me over here. And I'm looking over, and I'm gone over here. Fuck. I'm rubbing on. Finally, I figured, ah, okay. Then I guess I have yeah, to. Who's really on my nose? I was wondering where you went too. I was like, I wonder where Rick went. Me too, man. Me too. Wasn't he a Welcome. Wasn't he a pot leaf? Yep, he was. He was a pot leaf. Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't boosting. You got defoliated. So, Bugs of Smoking, tell me, uh, what time is it uh, and what day is it where you are? Uh, we're in Wednesday. It's 20 past 3 a.m. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for, thanks for getting up and joining us. What, uh, what, what uh, degree of parallel? Now, you're in the Southern Hemisphere. Correct, yeah. And what, what, parallel, what degree of parallel are you there? You're asking me some serious questions. <laughs> I'm not actually sure. He's around the equator, Rick. I know, Rick. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm where I am. He's, he's equator level, man. He's, he's equator level. Rick, Uncle Rick is our pit bull. He finds out our information. Uh, teaching me my inf information. He's going to find out where he lives right now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know where you live. I know where you live. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious because you're, yeah, being in the Southern Hemisphere, but also like, like, okay, well, Canada and the United States, little, little geography lesson here. That's, that's the 49th parallel in the Northern Hemisphere. And I believe that uh, I live even further North. I'm uh, around the 54th parallel. And um, yeah, the reason I was asked, curious, is I just wondered what your outdoor growing conditions were like. I heard you mention earlier that you you have about a seven month uh, growing season outdoors. And it's uh, strong sunlight for seven months, and then it uh, sort of cools down. Yeah, it uh, doesn't uh, it doesn't go up. It, it, the graph doesn't do this. It basically goes and it flattens. It goes for months and months and months, and then it just tapers off. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't really get too cold either, so we, we're really fortunate. I've got to say. Oh, I need to move out there. Yeah. I need that weather. Are you the sun is cool. Everything else is it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Are you near it's, the ocean? It's harsh everywhere, though. Yeah. Sorry, say again? Are you near the ocean? Uh, sadly, no. I'd love to do some ocean growing. And kelp is right there. I mean, you can just go harvest till you... Got a whole right. van full. Bring it back. Those wow. guys just don't know how fortunate they are. So, other than the you know land races that you mentioned, what do you? Are there some things there available to you that we maybe wouldn't have ever heard of? Well, it's mainly just the land races. I guess. Like, are there? Is there such South African breeders that? Have their own genetics and you know that we've just yeah they, they are they are but what they're mostly doing is like cheese um, crosses and like something oh. called i don't know buddha cheese is a international type deal but there's a whole bunch of it's like different cheeses it's weird 
I'm, I'm not really up to par on, on the local stuff as of the last like two years or so. It's it's slow. It's, it's getting it's slow over here. The uh, yeah. the so dirty where... poison came here from your part of the world, didn't it? The dirty yeah. poison. Yeah. We we quite well known for the for the Durban poison because that's it's pretty trippy stuff if you smoke enough of it. It's basically yeah, it's skunk, yeah. Yeah, it's an excellent strain. I've I've grown it here a couple of times. Outdoors. Yeah. yeah, it works. It works better. It needs uh, good sun and all that. There's a Malawi cob we used to get when we were teenagers. Um, it used to come in a, a milli cob, uh, a corn cob, wrapped mm. up in all kinds of hay and weird stuff just to get it through. Here. But it was it's it's a weird. It's a weird strain. It's sweet and it's it's oaky and it doesn't taste um, anything like like weed at all, really. It's just odd to explain, but it's it makes you just feel so mellow and chilled out. Very awesome one. I'm trying to get that, but it's just difficult to get the actual land races nowadays because if people keep mixing it to make things grow faster, you know, we're losing our land races. It sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I'm growing a whole bunch of other things. I've got some more wedding cake going. I've got some more Charlotte's Angel going. Um, <clears throat> I recently cropped uh, Orange Punch. Uh, I've got some Critical Plus going. Quite a few others. Just variations of uh, some phenos that I found. Um, the one's called uh, Smurf Spice. I just called it that because it has like a blue hue. It looks pretty cool. Basically a swear. It smells like mangoes. Mangoes and, and pine trees. And so, yeah, just a bunch of different things. I'm trying to grow as much as I can, as much as I'm allowed. How much are you allowed? Um, eight female plants. That's pretty much it. And then unlimited uh, seedlings and males. So I'm collecting the pollen as well, putting that stuff in the freezer for later. Um, I'm doing an experimental cross with wedding cake and one of the Swaziland races. I can't wait for that thing. That's going to be interesting. You guys are going to know about that. Very I'm going to try my best to get seeds to you. I tried sending to Sticky Bob that failed horribly. Damn it. I sent him so many different cool things. And, you know, rookie mistake. Hey, hey, buds, I got a question for you. I actually have some Aussie bushweed seeds. Would that be something right. you'd be interested in? I tried doing them over here. I don't think I could duplicate the weather even in my grow room if I tried, maybe. Like, I, I tried it, it. It stayed really short, so I'm not 100% sure as far as, you know, any of the ratio to it. But I haven't done anything with it since, and I've had them for a while. So, I mean, if you're interested in them, I will give them to you. And you can see what you can do with them, but they, it's it's all the bushweed. Yeah, look, um, <clears throat> these these land races they they uh, go for pretty much 13, 14 weeks flowering. So, and I've had a plant go for almost nineteen weeks. Oh, I waited and yeah. waited, and it was awesome. It was well worth the wait. Yeah. I had fifteen. Of these, you know, it was well worth yeah. it. Yeah, the stuff. Uh, thing I say about Swazia, anyone who has it, it's it's very energetic. Uh, it just it makes you think too much, in my opinion. But anyway, <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's, it's fun. It makes you feel high, like full of energy, high energy. So we used to go out, have a few beers and have a few joints and just go the rest of the night without drinking again. It was pretty awesome stuff. And plus, ah, it's kind of, it like picks up your mood in every sort of way. It's, it's hard to explain it. So it sucks I couldn't get that stuff through to you. Because I know Sticky would have uh, shared with a few. Yeah. There's still time. Yeah. Hey. We'll figure something. We'll, we'll get through this other crap that's happening around us. And, uh, and we'll just end up growing big, fat plantations. Hey, I'll start digging a tunnel from my basement tonight. <laughs> I don't uh, doubt Zion you will, man. <laughs> In your current state, you don't end you. up there. You didn't get either. Uh, In his current state, he'd end up there in probably like 20 minutes. No, nah, he'd be convinced he got there. This is he would, He'd just be at the other end of the room. I know. I just want to update our viewers. Status update. Sit rep, if you will. Our Johnny is booming. FYI. Boomer. <laughs> I'm a boomer. He's a booming. He's a booming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody in the chat knows. Is that what my face looks like? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what it looks like. It's, it's awesome stuff. <laughs> That's how I feel every time I get on, man. I'm like, I, it takes so long to get this good. And I got to come on the camera, you know. I never get out of my pajamas. What for? <laughs> Johnny looks like he's, he's in prison. He's got fucking prison stripes. Hawkins <laughs> loves this shirt. I just for him. <laughs> you got to wear it with the pants so you look like where's Waldo, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, these... I'm Excuse me, Bees, we're getting some feedback from you. Can I get you to go on uh, mute when you're not part of the talk? Thank you. Who, me? I can't hear you, Rick. I think, yeah, yeah. I think it was coming from Sam, but uh, yeah, the idea is when you're not part of the conversation to put yourself on mute. If we all get in that habit, then uh, <laughs> you just mess him all up. Johnny's not going to be able to push it. grabbing me fucking close to I can't. Johnny, Johnny, you were fine, man. You were great. <laughs> okay, sorry for the interruption. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. Where are we? <laughs> I was just gonna say, man, buds. Is, you know, that's that's pretty awesome that you have a season where you can grow them. You know, super long term strains and stuff like that. You know, you get the the pleasure of having that outdoors, and that is cool, man. I wish I could have something like that. Uh, I do appreciate it. I really do. Uh, I'd love to grow indoors. It's just the the power grid is so unstable. The guys keep switching off our power. They call it load shedding. You know, just to restore. Uh, generating units or repair stuff it's just so unstable and generating generators that cost the fortune the fuel uh, it's just craziness yeah so, no I'd, I'd actually love to be the other way i'd love to just get outside and just never have to be inside so i ain't got to worry about you know buying lights and all that stuff all my you know worrying about my temperature controls and all that i'd just rather have it outside so sure. you know 
I'd, I'd love to have a garden like, you know, what yours, yours is posted, you know, just be able to have those <clears throat> yeah. that ability is awesome. It is really cool. And I'm pretty fortunate. I know that much. Eh? Yeah, we're in uh, some difficult times and I've had to sell this house for a long time now. I'm holding on to it as hard as I can because it's just, a, it's such a good growth spot. And if I were to move somewhere, I'd have to go to a one bedroom apartment or whatever because the prices just went nuts. So I'm just trying to hang on there eh? because I, I know it's just, it's such a privilege. It's, it's really, a, really a privilege. The only thing I really need to worry about is um, we get like maybe three weeks of rain at times. So PM, ah, it's a bitch. I get it on everything. So I'm running plants indoors when that happens. So that's why I have yeah. most of them in pots. But that's pretty much it. Okay, yeah. Got to worry about caterpillars. I can sort them. Got to worry about other bugs. But I mean, just having that sun and having that power of the sun is awesome. Now, what are, what are the uh, big bugs that affect, you know, your outdoor grows and things like that? You know, what, what are the big problems? <clears throat> what, are the, what are the big benefits of what you got out there? Well, we're lucky to have a mix of both because, I mean, the predatory bugs, we got the most amazing spiders and uh, uh, praying mantis. They just rock up and, and uh, ladybugs, they just rock up as well. As long as there's food, they're there. And if I don't see them, I'm, I'm stoked because that means I'm cool, you know, and nothing to feed on. <laughs> it's awesome to see them though, crawling over the bird. It's awesome. But uh basically snail slugs for the seedlings that is a nightmare so i keep them inside um then the caterpillars are a big one and grasshoppers grasshoppers are becoming a nightmare yeah i just grab my grab my clippers and cut them in half are the are the uh, I doing that but i have to are the grasshoppers yep. uh are they seasonal or all the time or seasonal definitely and it's during peak growing time. So yeah, it becomes a problem. But you know what? It's it's an excuse to go look at the ladies. You know, let's go see what, what what's eating them now. Let's let's go see how I can fix a problem. And I could stand there and just stare and, and something will be wrong. And I'll know because something's bugging me. I'm standing there watching them. One of the plants is saying, Hey, help me out. <laughs> I'll go there and there'll be PM or something. Yeah. There's those those bosses they talk to you. What do you, what do you do to treat uh, uh, treat and uh, try to prevent uh, PM? Well, there's a, a mixture of baking soda, um, Epsom salt, very little bit of that, and then basically just water. And in some cases, you've got to use an oil, but I don't like doing that. Don't like putting oil on my stuff. And that's only um, in uh, veg, really. I don't really want to do that during flower. Because you're basically just introducing more water, more problems. Um, if it becomes an issue, I just dunk the buds after. That really works. So mix, we've got like three buckets, one with peroxide and a whole bunch of different mixtures. And you dunk, 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 last rinse, dry them up, and then off you go. So it used to be a nightmare. I used to get like really upset, but I can pretty much sort it now. Still not cool to get this stuff though. Yeah, no, that's uh, the kind of the drawback of having, you know, such a, a wonderful outdoor environment to grow in is what you have to, the, like, post-harvest, you know, hassles and, you know, the definite issues of you're going to have 
some bugs. You're gonna have, you know, you are gonna have some problems. You know, yeah, I don't know how many bug bugs I've smoked in the past. I'm sure we all have. Oh yeah. Hopefully, no yeah. ladybugs. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, yeah. yeah man. You mentioned ladybugs before as a uh, as a problem for you. No, no, no. Uh, those are part of the IPM. Ah, ah, right. Yeah, no. Okay. Okay, I'm but sorry. Those little guys can eat. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Cool. Right on. Right on. How how tall do your plants get? How big do they get? Um. <clears throat> well, I've actually got uh, I've got a um, a good bush on the outside. It's about two point eight meters, something like that. Um, that's straight in the soil, but it's a uh, it's a uh, very clay soil. So I'm I'm doing a synthetic system there, just synthetic nutrients and stuff. That basically seeded itself and it kept seeding itself. So I thought, well, it's free. It's, it wants to grow, so I'm going to let it grow and make it come out the best it can. <clears throat> Mostly, yeah, I do a lot of LST. So I keep, I keep the buds as, as short as possible just to get... It's pretty much what you guys would do indoor. So with the lights and all that, to maximize the coverage. And it actually helps with the bugs as well. It helps with the, uh, the caterpillars. Butterflies, if it's lower down, they go for the higher up flowers. And I have a bunch of other flowers around. So they'll pick those out first and I'll have less caterpillars on my, on my beds. So that's working out pretty cool for me. Keep them that's low. Gross, yeah. yeah. And the buds grow fatter as well. I basically have a bunch of arms instead of just one. So and it's working out. It takes years and years to learn all this stuff. But you know what? It's fun. So, so yeah. most of your strains are predominantly uh, sativa then? Um, yeah, on, on the Swazi side, it's mostly sativas, but the rest of them are, are, are mixed. I don't have a, I actually, I do have a pure indica, but that's uh, uh, Afghani hash, uh, hash passion from Dutch passion seeds. It's a Moroccan land grace, that's right. That's the only pure indica, but I struggle to grow that. I, I think it's too hot here. Must be. I think indicas do better in colder climates, I would imagine. Could be wrong though. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Yeah, most, most of the stuff, stuff is really cross. So what? Who, who can answer that question? In, uh, well, yeah, uh, indica, maybe Indica B could answer it. Uh. Well, I remember just the other night on uh, the Michigan Bros Grow Show, saying uh who was it fake saying you know indicas come from drier climates so they're so if you grow them in a humid environment they're not as um they don't have the defense to you know defend against mold stuff like that they just don't do as well they need a drier climate you're saying something like that like as far as land races you know yeah i can see that longer, I hate, well, I hate if, there's, if there's humidity in the air, the plant's going to drink out of the air. So maybe that even has an issue. So like a sativa has longer to flower out as opposed to an indica. So even if it does absorb a lot of water through the leaves where it's not going to get much nutrients, saying outdoors, obviously, um, if you're not using a foyer, then maybe that could be an issue. I mean, I'm not saying it is. I'm just kind of balling a question in my head now that you've mentioned it, you know. 
but yeah, I'm not it could be a possibility. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think <clears throat> I think the dryness definitely has a lot to do with it for sure, because we get humid conditions here, and I did notice that I struggled with with PM with that plant. Here. I actually grew out three of them. I struggled, and it, it didn't produce a lot of trikes at all. It was sparse on trikes. All both females had popped out. So See I the PM too. Is they say they stay shorter, so definitely indicates yeah, tend to have an issue with PM. Yeah, they, that's why everything's real tight. You know, not like a sativa where it's kind of stretched out and you can get air through it or whatever. You really got to stay on top of like the hundred percent indica dominant ones because they they're real short, they're real stacked, they're real tight, and they're real leafy. So you got to get air going through there. Otherwise, you got pottery mildew. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about the air thing and um, uh, wondering if maybe you could uh, uh, utilize any of that in in your even in your outdoor area. Just being able to blow blow fans over over that area if it would help. No, I don't know about that. I used to grab a big piece of cardboard and fan them off after after the rains, or turn them upside down and shake the crap out of them. <laughs> Try my best. Or go out there and flick all of the stems and shake it. It's 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 a whole process. I stopped doing that. I just, you know, this season I said, I'm just gonna make it easier. You know, I'm gonna let the plant do what it's gonna do. And if there's an issue, there's a bad outcome, I'll fix it. Because it just became it starts to take away from the joy, you know, freaking out about your plants and stuff. There's no need. The plants are there, they're doing their business. You've got bugs helping you. And uh, if there's gonna be a bit of an issue, catch it early if you can cut the affected stuff off or shake them out if, if it gets really bad but basically i'll just bring them inside yeah if it's been a week yeah, of rain get yourself a leaf blower man and just get a leaf <laughs> yeah. blower to blow them off real quick one and done it's, it's simple it's easy it's effective that's a good idea yeah. and then you can enjoy your garden stand up hey, there blowing so the leaves <laughs> if you have to grow something and have it flower for 19 weeks I mean, what it's size a, of pot are you using? Because I mean, that, I would imagine that plant's going to be fairly large, right? Uh, it depends. Eh? If you get a good pheno, they can they can get pretty big. But <clears throat> the way these things are designed, they they basically designed to to be very very long, leggy. You know, extra spacing between each bud. The buds are generally quite small, but I've managed to. You know, with proper feeding and compost teas and a whole bunch of other stuff, microbes especially, the buds are fattening up. And uh, yeah, basically, they're still the same length or they get to the same height, but just much fatter and whatever. But yeah, 19 weeks, uh, man, I, I waited for that guy or that girl. I mean, I, I just imagined it would be you yeah. know, quite, a, quite a bush you had. What, what size of pots? Do you use oh, the pot? Yeah, I'm already forgetting. <laughs> um, so my biggest one is it's a fabric pot, so it would be a 10 gallon. I, I went and figured this stuff out before and just so I wouldn't have to figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, 10, 10 gallon, and I, I mainly use a, a bunch of fives and they're plastic pots, yeah, because the, the fabric ones cost a bit. Yeah, I started making my own, but they don't work so well, you've got to water them very slowly. Because uh, I use, um, what do they call it, landscape fabric. Basically stuff you put down to suppress roots. And the water comes out the side so fast, 
that you've got to water slowly and wait for it to settle down. So it's a little bit of a pain. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I've grown in this in the soil a lot. Next season, I hope to do some raised beds. That's going to be much better. Since I only have an eight plant count, I want to make them as big as possible. You, know, you mentioned fabric pots. Do you guys have the, because uh, around here we got rid of paper bags and we have those uh, bags you reuse, but they're a fabric. Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you it's have almost it? the same stuff. So the just, I've seen people growing out of those, you know what I'm saying? Like as yeah. a fabric pot. And it, it's worked out pretty well. If worth comes worth, you could double it up, you know, in a jam if you needed a fabric pot. And they're only like a dollar, you know? Nice, too. Yeah. Definitely yeah. works. Yeah, if, um, if I go to, if I go to, um, there's a plastic store down the road. If I go buy a, a standard bucket, I can grow in that. And it, it's half the price at the grow store for the same size pot. It's nuts. And it's, it's drill some holes and off you go. Same thing here. Home Depot, you get a bucket cheap. You go to a grow store, you're going to pay more. And isn't it the same plastic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's anything special. It's just a different color. Yeah, if you want a blue and go to Lowe's, you want a blue and go to Lowe's, you want an orange and go to Home Depot, you know. Uh, they're really coming to figure out, too, that the plastic pots <laughs> work a lot better with your living soil, too. So, you know, when you make that fabric, your, your living soil dries out so fast that you have to kind of keep giving it microbes to keep those colonies alive and really kicking ass. But if you use those plastic pots and, you know, you save all that moisture that, you know, you're generally just wicking out, uh, you know, so you don't overwater, but you know, with all those microbes and stuff with them working, you know, you can hold a lot more moisture in those pots. So plastic seems to work way better in my opinion for the living soil that you're using. So, I mean, that'd be my go-to as well anymore. I, I agree, Flopkins, here's what I use. <laughs> Got the drill ready. Even as a cocoa grower though, I like plastic. I can clean it way, you know, it's just there, always don't have to worry about it, get it, the plant out of it without a problem. You know, I've had the same pots for probably the whole time I've been growing, to be honest with you. Just they throw out so many of those five gallon pickle uh, buckets at my place, at the place I work at, that I just got access to unlimited really, because we go through three every couple of days, so. That's good to know, Fluffy, uh, about the about using that instead of fabric pots. Because I was just about to order a bunch of uh, pots for my next run coming up, and uh, I'm just gonna snag some of those five gals from work. Fluffy, you yeah. you had mentioned uh, that you weren't happy with uh, the air pots, and I was just wondering why. Uh, I think I ended up running into a couple problems on that whole situation, so. I had, uh, I don't know, kind of not trusted my own process. So I used uh, a pre-built soil and then I was using those air pots. And I left town for a week and left my son in charge. And when I came back, they were just not in good shape, not in good shape at all. And uh, everything that I had in the solo cup was, took like one watering and it was happy and everything was good. And uh, it took a week for me to even get enough water into the soil with those air pots because they just, they want to drop the water out 
it, you know, had gotten hydrophobic because so much air can get into it and he kind of let them dry out. You know, I don't blame him. It was kind of a mess up, but I don't blame him. But uh, the, the AirPods just, uh, the super small size was way too small. Uh, you would have to water that thing quite frequently, in my opinion, to, to keep it in good condition. So uh, as, as nice as it would have been for transplants, it wasn't worth it for the growing in my opinion. Uh, and then I am using some of the three gallon AirPods for the first time with some auto flowers. And that's a little easier, but I'm still finding it harder to keep the moisture inside the pot. And, uh, you know, like I said, with living soil, you really want to uh, keep things, you know, in a nice kind of moist environment so those microbes can move around and do their job. I mean, aren't AirPods just like rigid? Um, fabric pots? Well, yeah, it's a, just some degree, a plastic not. pot that goes around and it's got really big holes in it. And it Talking about an arrow pot. Yeah, and it yeah, has so uh, it just lets perforations air on the other side, too. I love those things. They're great. I, know. I, know what I wish I had them. But what's up? I'll tell you what, I'll send the ones I bought to you your way. You can have some extra. <laughs> you, you, you talk about the plastic ones that do wrap, right? And they lock in? Yeah. Yeah, you got yeah. to screw in that little. Tag yeah, yeah, I would, I would oh, love to have those. Can make however big you want. Well, no, no, it's not like that. It's the transplant, oh. the whole feed of air, the the root system, so the roots can grow and breathe and keep the soil aerated better. And then you can literally unscrew it, and it because it wrapped around where the locks are, it opens up like this. You can take the transplant is nothing, dude. It's got a bottom thing that you just pop out. You know, it's it's a beautiful okay. thing. It's a beautiful, right. beautiful thing. Yeah, like, this, I'll just say as a beginner, ahead, I as a beginner, I went and bought you know cloth pots because they were just dirt cheap on Amazon. You know, it's like oh yeah, get a pack of you know ten three gallon pots for like eleven dollars or you know whatever it was, and it was like well shoot, I'll just do that. That seems great, and then I can just you know. But as I've gone, like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, I don't have anything to compare it to, but I'm, I'm pleased with what I've, what I've gotten so far, but I can see, like, if I was going to, you know, I, I just planted it in its forever home, if you will. If I was going to transplant though, I can see that it would be a total pain trying to get that out of the cloth pot without just making a total mess of everything. You know what I mean? Like I could see transplanting out of a cloth pot just being the, the worst fucking thing ever. And even even then, I feel like at the end of this, I'm probably gonna have to like cut the cut the bag. So you know? um, I believe it's uh, the Michigan Bros Grow Show. Who we got a lot of them in chat tonight. Like cheers to all those guys. I believe they're um, sponsored by a company that actually has like a Velcro side on those fabric pots, and that makes it extremely easy um uh those uh easy transplants uh even when the roots kind of grow into them it, they're it's kind of easy to to get them out uh really nice pot uh but that would be the uh, route i would go uh painted lady was actually talking about don't put the uh caps cut in a radical bag and uh i was listening to her uh talking about that the other day and that was the exact same problem that I was having with the AirPods. And 
everything I did. Uh, so I totally understand the situation she was coming from with that cap cut. Uh, I see uh, sequence tells me uh, easy swap pots. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's their sponsor, those bags just outside. Yeah. Uh, shout out to them and their uh, easy swap pots. Ah, okay. See, I, I take a butcher knife that's probably this long, and I'll stick it right in, and I run it right around the circle a couple of times, and then I'll squeeze the pot, you know, break it loose, and whatever. I'm not worried about those outside roots. They're going to regrow if I cut them. They just gives it more, you know, I'm going to tear it up anyway before when I put it into a transplant, you know, because I want it to spread. It's been conditioned to be stuck in this position, and if I'm transplanting it, it'll it'll take longer for it to start spreading out if I don't help it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a little more brutal in my transplant, I guess you can say, as long as I uproot in the plant. But the outside roots around the bucket, like right around with a knife, man, right around, and then bang, right out. That's just me. And then, like I said, I disrupt the actual root ball. Not ridiculous, but I run my hand across the whole thing just to get the small roots popping in different directions and, Put it in the dirt and get it going. Um, I want to talk about <laughs> Can I have a turn, please? <laughs> okay. First of all, can somebody with just this much more knowledge about computers and shit? Uh, we talked about this the other day. Can can somebody, Parable uh, is not here, but can somebody go to their into their computer and go to Amazon and look up um, AirPods and um, and and bring it up on the screen? Are are uh, Bud? Are you familiar with AirPods? Uh, never used them. No. Okay. Well. What I was going to suggest, or something to try, because like, okay, I hate I hate asking all these geography questions, but it is relative, uh, unfortunately. But tell me this: Are you on just about maybe the same level as uh, Australia? Mm, pretty close, yeah. Uh huh. Because I I knew I knew somebody who used to do uh, self growing down in Australia, so he'd have to go into the forest. Uh, so he wasn't, he didn't have the, the he wasn't blessed with the, uh, the constant sunshine. So, so truthfully, these plants would, they would stretch looking for the sunlight. But he said he used to grow them over 20 feet tall. Jeez, okay. So I'm thinking that, um, I'm, or, and I, I mean, uh, listen, I'm not an authority. I've only, I'm just throwing this out there. But I would suggest you try at least, uh, uh, one or two, like I, you're growing in 10 gallon and I'm thinking part of it is so that you've got the ability to move them inside if you have to, but I would consider going like a much bigger pot, like maybe 20, 30, 50 gallon. I'd like to do, um, next season, I want to do some raised beds, definitely. Because uh, I mean, with, with the climate here in a raised bed, it's just a winning formula. I'm going to have massive bushes. Absolutely. And something else that we were discussing earlier, and you, you brought it up, uh, absolutely vital is uh, microbes and how, uh, how, much, how much they help you in so many ways. But 
but one uh, is the, the fact that it gives your plant overall health and that overall health helps uh, prevent uh, uh, bugs and shit like that. Definitely agree with you. And in a yeah. small part, there's only so many microbes you can basically have as a colony. And uh, basically what uh, Fluffy does with his no-till setup, I'd like to do that as well. Just keep throwing stuff on top and just let the soil take care of itself. And if I had a massive bed, can you just imagine? So I'd never have to do anything, just water basically. And I'm already composting, you know, throwing kitchen waste and whatever out. Got my kids running down to the composter. <laughs> okay, you're up. Teaching them yeah, about microbes. I mean, to do like a no-till bed outside to make a raised bed and then just do that section, no, you know, like into a no-till section where you're, uh, you know, amending and just properly setting the nutrition for a specific plant would be so awesome, you know, to be able to do that right in a, in a, in a controlled section to where you can have, you know, that bed in the outdoors and still, you know, kind of treat it the same as you would indoor, you know, that would be- Yeah, that'd work out. Um, I actually have, um, I saw this post, I'll, I'll put it up on the on cannabis later when I find it. It's using cinder blocks. So you get as many as you need, stack it as high as you want to. What's What works out with this is if you put, uh, you know, cinder blocks have two holes. You turn them, you look from the top. So you use those, put soil in, and you can plant marigolds and other, companion plants you know just you can have this barrier of protection around your herb which is awesome so i definitely want to do that because i find the marigolds are helping a, a ton with the snails i'm pissed yeah, when they charm up when they charm a marigold flowers i'm pissed though i just want to crush the fuckers <laughs> but they're doing their job those marigolds are they're working they got some yeah, nasturtiums coming have up as them well. have their own little root zone it is really cool exactly you know, yeah yeah, that it's, way they don't get actually, a base yeah. into your other stuff, and yeah, it's cool. It's, it's I know a clever I, system. I experienced trouble with uh, slugs down in the down in around Vancouver, and uh, I don't. I, I mean, they remind remind me of snails. Like they leave that sludge behind them, and uh, yeah, they're pretty disgusting. Uh, what I did was I would wrap my uh, wrap my pots with. Uh, what was her name, Rick? Am I muted? No. No, I was just making a joke. You said you had a problem with slugs, like leaving their trail. I said, what was her name? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew there was a joke there somewhere. I really, I mean, as a matter of fact, it reminds me of one, but I was trying to, you know, trying not to think about it. But anyway, I'd wrap my pots with, uh, with copper. Uh, I did hear about that, Jim. That seemed to help uh, distract the slugs. You get copper tape as well. Copper so, what? Copper oh. tape. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. duct tape, yeah. but just yeah. a copper version. Yeah. It's pricey, but it, it's way effective because you just wrap that around your pots as well. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's when I started putting all the other flowers and you know the companions around, I'm starting to get a lot less damage to the actual cannabis crop, which is really awesome because last season was such a pain. I was pulling snails off, just pulling them off my beds, going no because <laughs> they can eat a lot in a short space of time those bastards yeah I, th I think i was uh just reading or watching about somebody who took that same copper tape and just like made a strip 
around their plants. So they would just, yeah, you know, just, and then set it in the ground right around it and just kind of like trim the ground with that copper tape so they couldn't cross that line. And they actually did like a two layers of it. So one real close to like the stem and then one on the outside of it. And, you know, that way they had to get by that twice in order to uh, be able to, you know, get to your plant. I thought that was a really neat use of that copper tape. Yeah, because it's, it's pricey. Everything's yeah. pricey. Yeah, but, and, and that's to be able to use it outdoors, you know, even if you're not using a pot, if you're, you know, planted directly in the ground, you know, that's a way yeah. to be able to use it. So, and it really is effective. That stuff works great. There's also copper paint. Well, it's not copper paint. It's called something else. I, I did a lot of research on this because I was trying to get rid of these guys. You know, I didn't want to kill like snails. You know, you know how it is. You're walking in your garden, you, you're loving nature, and then there's this bug and it's pissing you off. You want to kill it, you know, but, but you feel bad. It's, it's so rough. <laughs> so if, if, if I can find a way to just chase them away, that's better. Yeah. The paint, I don't know, it's also pricey. Just like I said, everything is it's too expensive for everything. So if you can find a natural way, yeah. I, yeah, I try to do the same thing. You know, you got your marigolds and then you know, I'll plant like mint and thyme and rosemary like scattered throughout the whole the whole garden just to have the smell, especially if you're walking through it. I like to disturb it. So, you know, you're getting that smell, you know, all over the place, really moving it. I'm not an outdoor grower, but you guys ever thought about cedar chips? Because the smell alone actually repels a lot of pests. That's why cedar trees aren't infested with pests. It's because they don't like it. Okay. So people put it, the mulch around their plants, keep the pest away. So it was like an idea if I was actually going to do something large scale outside, if I ever did, was lay out the cedar chips around borders and stuff like that, or even in the bed itself on the top, just to see if it would repel. I would have to get back to you on it, but I swear I've read something, and maybe one of the guys in the Michigan Bros Grow Show actually knows. Um, I believe uh, cedar chips are actually bad in that situation because they either are like antimicrobial or something where it's not good for the uh, life of the soil, I believe, to have it in there. Really? But I'm, there's definitely like a, um, a certain woods like a black walnut that you don't want to use because it's actually toxic to soil. And what? I believe there's something about cedar that does the same thing. I'm not 100% on that, but. Interesting. I'm going to have to check Cedar's, that out. Cedar's no good. Cedar is no good? No good. All right. See, that's I'm not an outdoor grow. It was a question I had. That's why I asked. I'm currently using a eucalyptus mulch, and it seems to be working out. So, except for the snails, snails just cruise over everything. The thing about them moving over sharp objects, they just move over everything. They don't care. That's when you just put a line of salt around there and just have let them have at it. There I've you done go. that. I've done that. One afternoon, I was just so pissed. I went out there with a salt shaker. Still felt bad. Hey, you, you can actually put out like uh like beer. Just put like a drip tray out there with some beer and just attract them beer over to the beer and get rid of them every morning. You know they'll yeah. they'll go to the beer and forget all about your plant for the night. Could you spray the ground with salt water? Like spray <laughs> the ground with salt water, you know, and this way here they won't go through I it. Mean, 
you can I do that. It, but you would know, it be like acid form? It wouldn't be good for Built an electric I know. Uh, I'm thinking soil. of killing the. Uh, I'm trying to kill the 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 bug, man. You know, we'll get to the plant after. Let's just kill the thing first, and we'll figure you out. Just how to end up with salt in your soil. It's not good. I know. I know. It climbs over one wire, and as soon as it gets to the second wire, it completes the circuit, and it it just zaps it right off. And no, no, not it doesn't do anything. It just it just falls off and wiggles away. Okay. Like every time it, it touches both wires, it just completes the circuit and. Apparently that's what the copper does. The, the copper, it's uh, it's like they different differently charged to the copper, so it kind of gives them a zap when they go over. Still, yeah. Hey, did anybody else just see that uh, green unicorn run across the screen? Nope, but I wish I did. I wish I was on what you were on. I don't think he was green, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you're an authority, dude. <laughs> hey, listen, excuse me. Uh, you better put my cough on. No, I'll make, I'll make it. I just want to, I want to uh, give a shout out, <laughs> to Michigan Bros. Uh, in the chat. Uh, I'm humbled that you join us. Thank you very much. I uh, watched your, um, enjoyed your uh, late sesh last night and um, sequence. I hope uh, your move went well. Good to see you guys and girls. That's all you can continue. Yeah, sure. So, Bud, um, you post like all the time. Well, back in the day, you used to post all that food back in the day. Do you have, do you, did you work in the food industry? Uh, and Tell me a little bit about like how you used to do your infusing and shit like that. Um, <clears throat> uh, basically the food thing, my mom used to make the most incredible chow. So when I moved house, I, I stayed with her for about three, three weeks or so just to learn everything, everything from her about the food. Because you know, when you leave, there's no chance of coming back. You need to still keep the food with you. So um, basically just cooking and experimenting and carrying on. So it's also where the edible thing came from. And I learned to make chocolate and because people always complain about the taste. I actually like the taste. I love the taste. You taste all those trichomes, that flavor. You know, you, you spend all this time putting microbes into the soil and taking care of your plants and all that. You get this amazing result that smells cool. And, you, it, you know, in the oil, it comes out and it tastes amazing. So why, why do you want to change it? But anyway, yeah, so doing all of the infusing, coconut oil all the way. I've done the butter. It just doesn't last as long. So the coconut oil, you can keep and carry on with it for a while. You can put it into so many things. Just candy, you've got to do different things. I, I want to try that one day. Just candy doesn't, doesn't work well with my teeth. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't really dig eating that stuff myself. Well, just chow the oil straight. Throw it on a pizza, like you were talking about the pizzas and that. That came about, um, I've always wanted to make pizza. It's like one of my favorite foods, most Italian foods. And uh, parking a few tablespoons of oil on top, you get an extra, extra surprise later on. You go back for the next round. <laughs> uh, pizza's Moorish anyway, it doesn't matter about the oil. <laughs> Uh, 
man. So what's happening oh, in your grow, by the way? Fluffy? Me? What you, oh, got, what just, you got in your grow so far? No, I've got a bunch of random stuff in my grow right now. Uh, I got some uh, autos. This, these are actually the first time I've been I've ever run an auto, and I'm running some of uh, hypothetical uh, his genetics. Uh, he's got some um, you know one to one CBD stuff. Uh, his hatching got CBD that I'm running. Uh, I'm super stoked about that. Uh, and then I kind of am just going through some seeds that I had. Uh, I've got some uh, kind of like an old school funky. It's a mochi cross that uh, uh, Uncle Skunkle from uh, Chessbanger Genetics uh, had done. I got some of his going, and uh, I got some Alaskan Thunderfuck. <laughs> uh, Sounds good. <laughs> got some, yeah, got some Afghani headband uh, that I'm super excited about, and uh, just a bunch of random stuff. Is it like uh, this? Is it like the name? Um, does it feel like there's this heavy headband around your head after taking a joint? Usually, yeah, it kind of feels like there's something squeezing in on your head, making you feel a little stupid and wanting to spin around in circles a little bit. Yeah, kind of a little bit like skunk does that to me. Skunk does that to me for sure. Yeah, so but uh, the no till bed just uh got harvested here not too long ago, so it's in the reset. So I've got the cover crop is going in, and then uh, I've got another cut. Uh, that's actually I had a good friend of ours, he shipped a unrooted monster crop to me, and it is now rooted and getting ready to start revegging. But that was. I can't believe the thing made it to me. I can't believe it's growing and ready and uh, the genetics of the plant are going to be super cool. So it's going to go directly into my no-till bed with just a single plant and I'm going to see what happens. I think it's going to be really cool from the pictures I've seen of uh, what he's doing with it. And you're going to come up with different stuff as well, different phenos. I love that about this plant. Just keep growing different things. Keeps popping up differently. Dif different uh, pistols. First time uh, getting pink pistols on a wedding cake this season, and it, it came from some collected seeds. So yeah, actually, uh, hypothetical. He was showing some of the uh, some bud shots from that hash and got, and he had that I pink one. That. Wow. And that I am really hoping I get that pink one, man, because that looks so good. And going to, I don't know what it is. I think it's the the pink sort of phenos. You, you think you go in and you, you give a sniff and you think it's going to be sweet and I don't know, smell like pies or cherries or whatever, but it just immediately gives you this funk smell. It's nice though. We like that. <laughs> yeah, I think actually the reason my sinus issues have taken so long to disappear is because I can't stop sniffing those things. <laughs> Got to smell your buds, man. Yeah, that's that's looking good. Sitting there sniffing up trichomes. Yeah, what you got there, Diesel? Unmute, bud. <laughs> All right, sorry. I don't know. It didn't come with a name, but it sure smells. In that case, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's some weed, but it's pretty good. I don't know. It's uh. 
you know, we've we've kind of talked about this a little bit, and it's not really on subject, but it's it's like just got like a citrusy, fruity smell, and which is good, but it's kind of like all I ever all I ever get. So I'm really excited to not have to get any more. <laughs> anyway. Hey, strain. I don't know the name too. I'm gonna start calling it Sky Rizzy. I just love the name. It, it's it's a medication I hear commercial for all the time. Sky Rizzy. It's just something about the name, man. Makes me wish I had the problem almost. Like, I don't know what it's for. But it, that's why I knew like anytime somebody's like, I don't know what it is, it's no. I'm sure if you went to a doctor and said, could I have a sample of Sky Rizzy? They <laughs> yeah, I could probably get it. I just hang it on my wall. Yep. That's probably the one with anal seepage as a side effect. Oh, shit. The ED medication what? Welcome back, Terrible. Okay, buds, you told me once, and I, I tell you, I won't ask again. Okay, what time is it, please? It must uh, be 12 eight. past four. four. Okay, thank you. I got, I got some serious math to do here. Eight o'clock. Okay. I thought you gave up on that mission. <laughs> he probably did, and then he got stoned and decided he was going to pick it up again. Just Rick, just forgot Google it. Forget about it. Just Google it. What time is it? it? Yeah, I know. Or ask Siri for God's sake. There you go. Okay. I'm, okay. Now, uh, and what, the town that you're from, and I won't ask. I won't ask the street you live on. Okay, just the town, the city. What's the nearest okay. city? Uh, Randburg. Randburg? Yeah, R-A-N-D-B-U-R-G. Thank you. Hey, You're going to find it on Google Earth. What time is it in Randburg, South Africa? <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. Are you telling me Siri doesn't know what she's talking about? Pretty much. <laughs> you forgot to convert it from Canadian, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that chick's shady anyway. I don't trust her. Hey, don't you know blame me. I, I blame the guys who manufactured this, uh, this laptop. I thought maybe I like Rick was trying to figure out how to Google Earth him so he could check his plant count. I like I was trying really trying to figure out where he was going with that. I I have my well, theory. Figuring out where I'm going. I just wondered that here's okay. If he comes right down to it, I was just wondering what time it would be in Vancouver, Canada. Uh, or, no, at when it's six a.m. Sunday morning in Vancouver. What time is it in Randburg, South Africa? That was, and I don't think Siri's going to help me with that one. I'm going to have to figure that out for myself. Unless Thank you, Friday circuits. I, I, I said before, a team of uh, mathematicians, and uh, maybe together we can figure this bastard out. This conversation with the girlfriend where she was like, mm -hmm. What day is it? Today is it Tuesday? And I was like, Oh, you can't ask me math like that at the end of the day. She's like, That's not math. And I was like, Bullshit, <laughs> it isn't. And here's how I went to work yesterday and I went to work today. 
that's two days out of the week. So yes, it must be Tuesday today, right? That's uh, Wednesday. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask what day is it, so I could start helping with the actual problem. But you know, thank you. Well, that's okay. Well, if we're gonna go there, then it's extra screwy because isn't it Wednesday where you're at? Buds is smoking, so I don't know. Oh my God, we're gonna. Hey guys, don't ask me to help because I've lost the last thirty minutes. I don't even know where it went. Where well, did the unicorn Johnny, go, bud? This conversation. It was just a drive-by unicorn. I can't find it. I can't find it. Oh, unicorn poop! It's in my room growing. That's right. You better, you better check on your grow because I think it came to collect some stuff. Oh, don't tell him to do that. He's gonna go in there, start fucking defoliating, and he won't have anything left. No, no, no! I can't go in there. That's bad. Good call. It's a, it's a good call. I stay, uh, if, I, if I get a little bit too happy, I stay away from the ladies. <laughs> Just a rule, you know? Try and find well, too many things wrong. I, I, made, a, I made a promise to myself today when I, before I microdosed that I wouldn't go near it because I knew I'd, I'd start seeing things too closely. And next thing I'd look in there tomorrow morning and everything would be just stock. So they're by themselves tonight. It'd be great to have a GoPro in there, just like set it like face level to catch the look on your face when you go in there the next morning. Oh, I just gonna see all this lovely work I did, and then just what the fuck? <laughs> Didn't he just set a bunch of cameras up so he could see the grove? We could make that happen. Oh, Johnny, you got to do it. You got to do like a doorway entrance. one. Uh, <laughs> we'll supply you with the mushrooms. Allegedly. Okay, so... Aren't those your strains he's growing right now, Caribou? So basically he'd be going in and chopping your strains? That's, that's my camera right there. Well, you're right, Prophet, but, you know, there's also... I don't know, entertainment value. Sacrifice. And watching Johnny destroy this uh, room that he's been working so hard to build up. Uh, he comes in, it's upside down, the light's on the ceiling, plants, I mean, on the floor, the plants are on the ceiling, you know, shit like that. Uh, then it would look like the cannabis account used to look like when he first started it. Him starting <laughs> a plant, him destroying a plant, him starting a plant, him destroying a plant. He's yeah, but so see... See, I've I, I came a far ways. Look, this is all the farther I get to him tonight. Whoa. Good night. I can't harm him. That's beautiful. It's in a segregation chamber, so that Johnny can't get to it. So have we already gone over, Buzz, what you're growing currently? And I'm just trying to get it out, yeah, for sure. I get so sidetracked inside my own mind. Is this loop that keeps going and going and going? I start talking about something and then I think about another thing in it. I can't stop going on to the next train track. This mind of mine, dude, you're amongst amongst your own. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I think (laughs) you just described me. (laughs) It doesn't stop, but it's good though. It it makes you create and do awesome things, hopefully. Anyway, well, not, yes. <laughs> I'll be on a roll, and then all of a sudden, I forget the original question. 
Yeah. Uh, I, well, what what I'm bad for is for some stupid reason I've never figured out. I've got to add a whole bunch of detail in there and go out on a backstory that I've got to tell. And then I forget the original point of what I was even trying to say in the first place. It's like this is what I do, and people get annoyed when I when I get into a conversation. So I try not to get too baked, or, especially if I have to go in public. I, I can't stand the public, actually. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Gen- people in general, not my I, friends. I, I I get high as fuck before I go into public because then people are gonna see me, and my face is just gonna be like fucking zonked. Like <laughs> so leave oh. you alone. <laughs> They're like, I don't want. It's actually a good plan. I should try. And then they don't talk to me. My boss calls it dad face. When I come in like that, he's like, oh, you got dad face. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the people that know me, they'll just be like, hey, Brad, what's going on? I'll just be like, hey, let's go smoke a joint. And then we go smoke a joint. And it's great, right? But people that don't know me, they're like, yeah, no. Hey, Johnny, how you going there, buddy? (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I think it's only right that we check in on Johnny every now and again. Uh, uh, show us Vicky uh, happy. Put a mirror in front of your face and uh, show us <laughs> your breathing. So. The fungus among us. All right. Okay. Uh, that, that dude can be still for too long. Hey? Can be still for very long. Yeah. Even oh, even without that, even without the uh, fungus, man, he'll like even even he'll message me, yeah, and it'll without. take him like two hours to hit me back, and I just figured he fell asleep in between typing or something, you know? Like I, I wake up at four a.m. I wake up at four a.m. and and I can go till like noon without smoking or eating anything, and and I'm stoned. I'm stoned. How's it going, Johnny? You all right? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Are you good? I'm great, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Are you moving? Yeah. Can you see it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking it must be pretty cold where he's at. He's wearing his parka and shit with the hood on. So I'm like, damn. It's a safety jacket. It's, oh, it's, a, it's a grooving thing. Sometimes you feel yeah, protected, you know, like being swaddled like a baby. It's about 68 degrees in this part of the basement. So this this is gonna eventually be my drying area. So I, I I'm a little chilly. It's good. I can't get my temps down low enough to dry slow enough. So five, eight days, and I'm done. I'd like it to go two, two weeks, three weeks. Three weeks would be ultimate, but my temps just don't get down. I mean, I'm talking about, should I, I'm not going to convert it yet, but 25 is, is sort of average in summer, 25 Celsius. And in, in, a, in my dry room, it's probably about 27, probably somewhere on there. And getting aircon equipment and all that kind of thing is just too expensive for me. So I, I do the best, put some bowls of water around to add more humidity if I need. Well, like now we know this one for a fact. 90s. Here's 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 a fact that was taught to me by Uncle Rick. If it's 28 degrees Celsius, it's 82 degrees Fahrenheit in the United States. Okay, absolutely. Uh, and so you said uh, you said uh, 81, which would be I mean yeah, would be a no no. You said 31, which would be around. Uh, 80 Fahrenheit and 25 would be around 75, 76 Fahrenheit. 
little bit more useless information. Hey, you, you realize that I'm gonna forget this uh, in about I, five I minutes. I don't see you. I don't see you writing anything down. <laughs> and what were, no, what were cool. we it's just cool. talking about? Because I had a, I had something I wanted to say. Uh, what oh, were we I thought the unicorn. Okay. No, not the unicorn. What were we talking about before we went okay, to the about south? Your, your chilly area, your your drying area. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we're talking about drying. Well, I, I, I started out my drying. I got I got three different ways. When I chop it, I, I'll hang it in a one of my closets, and it stays it stays about 50, 57, 57 to 58 degrees in there. I let it hang in there for like three, four days and let it ripen a little bit. And then I'll move it to my next closet, which is at about, uh, oh, I'd, I'd say the temperature in there's six, 63, 64. And I'll leave it in there for four or five more days. And then, then I move it to room temperature laid out on a, on a screen for uh, 24 hours. And, th and then it goes, goes into the jar and it's, it's, it's curing pretty good that way. It, it seems like I'm getting a better, riper, more flavor to it. Flavor out of it. It's, uh, <clears throat> I actually learned this from uh, people who do um, those dry bouquets of roses and stuff. I went, went there one day and I was collecting stuff for a wedding. And this, this dude explained to me why they dry it, why it's so cold in their drying area and so on. And how they get it to still smell amazing, like like it was picked that day. So I mean, it it works the same with your butt. Slowly, 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 and a good temperature. One day I'll get there, because I I know probably about seventy percent of the potential of my butt gets wasted because I dry it too fast. I'm but with you on how that. It is. Um, I uh, resemble that remark a hundred percent. Where I was uh, working or living, sorry. It's like I tried a bunch of different setups in spaces throughout that house. And it just, it was so dry that it seemed that I could hang a whole plant. And within three, maybe four days, it would be ready to almost crumble dry. Right. So it's like, if you start trimming, then it was, it would, everything would be way too dry by the time you start then. So we were always forced to like wet trim, which I don't really like. So now my, uh, my new uh, thing is going to be to dial in the curing uh, system and drying area so I can get this cold dry like we're talking. Yeah. There, there was a tip. Um, I was looking into the whole dunking story and uh, <clears throat> this one dude said his stuff dries also in two, three days. So what he did was he dunked the crap out of them and just let them slowly dry. And that maybe gave him an extra day or two. It won't really work for me because of the humidity over here. So I'll get mold very quickly. So, yeah. But you know what? Some days uh, I might have a cold week, cold front, and then I'll go and dry then. And it just works out much better. So you've got to sort of pick your pick your moments, really. I mean, I've, yeah. I've heard other people talk uh, about doing it kind of like it'd be a pain in the ass depending on how much you're doing, but they would just do a complete wet trim like it was finished bud and actually just put it in jars and then just open it a, you know a few hours a day or something and then they would do it back up so that, that it would slowly dry that way and then just keep it as, as cool as you could 
you know it would take a lot of time but at least then you could try to you know like you said bring some of the potential of your bud back by the only way i could think of is to slow drive i've i've done that with a small amount i had a tiny little plant and it was first time i learned about spider mites the thing grew up and it had all these spiders all over it so i was like okay fine i'm gonna call it spider cron this is cool shit so it didn't amount to much it was a swazi so it was very airy and spaced out with I don't know, just very long, thin sugar leaves. So I actually just dried it inside a, one of those bags, one of those plastic Ziploc bags. And I opened it a lot in the first week. So three, four times a day, I left it open for an hour, closed it. You've got, to, you've got to keep an eye on that thing. And that ended up being the best smelling. And it was soft. It, it was soft like fur. Incredible. So if you dry it correctly, you could end up with a bud it just smells incredible and uh it's soft and it's just it, it's hard to explain because normal normally when you dry your butter properly that it's still a little bit crunchy so it's got a bit of like spring to it but it's crunchy as well well that's mine anyway so <laughs> but that bud it was like fur i promise you but it smoked amazingly the flavor was incredible yeah when and it gets you, off you can't do it that way you, you that can't like in bulk yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's when, you know, you nail it, man. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, unless you have that designated room set up and everything, you know, it is hard to get to, but you know, it's a, it's kind of fun trying to find the trick to be able to get the best that you can out of what you can while making it worth your time and effort, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't want to be um, looking after, especially on the drying side. I don't want to be in there all the time. You know, trying to figure out problems and stuff. So the easier, the better. That's what I'm doing these days, and I've learned from a lot of you guys as well. You know, the more you more you learn, it's like the easier it gets because you're doing less. You're enjoying the uh, the experience more. You're in the grow because you're just looking at it, or you want to smell some buds. You're not there fixing and, problems all the time. And I think it's important to uh, you know, like have your drying area and your like area just on point too because you know we can't all get to everything right away and you know i might have a two-week you know cure on but all of a sudden you know life happens and i can't get the cut and you're you know trimming this stuff and you know if you're if you're dry and your dry room is on point you know i mean you're just basically going to cure it on the stock you know you don't have to worry about getting it directly into that jar because it is right where it needs to be and it's being held there. So, you know, it is important to get that, that, that one room on point. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I really would love to get all that stuff sorted out, you know, get the, get the temps down and get some airflow going. And yeah, one, one day when I make a bit more cash, then I'll do that stuff for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a dream. But we'll get it's all yeah it's all doable we it is 100 all of our environment uh, through humidification dehumidification air conditioning fans you name it we 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 got the technology didn't that come from a show we got the technology do you guys remember a show like that where's that come from that was the five million dollar man all right we have the technology we can build it. we have the money and the technology all right okay we just don't want to spend a lot of money no no 
definitely not. So I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I missed a little bit of our show. Uh, did we discuss? Uh, uh, okay, so is pot legal medically and recreationally in uh, South Africa? They have made it so. Yeah. Many, um, but now, now they're both legal. Correct. Yes. And um, and and it's sold through. Um, uh, retail stores. Uh, how how is the distribution uh, handled? Is it through uh, that, major companies or smaller companies that, that distribute uh, pot in South Africa? That is basically um, on the medical side only. So recreational is down to each user or each grower. So they they've left it on on the shoulders of the grower or the individuals instead of uh, a company just yet. So obviously the major corporations are going to take over eventually. It's just how they work, work their, their, I don't know, how they work it out with government. Politicians, you know, get together and they talk about money and they sort it out that way. So the big pharmaceutical companies here in the country will sort that out. I don't know about, I don't know about recreational. They, they might eventually ban it again. I don't know. Wow. We'll see. How, how long has it been legal, recreational? since uh, 2018 it's quite some time it's good i mean it took them a long time to figure out the numbers i mean the, the plant counts and all that kind of stuff but i'm happy I, at least i know now because when they legalized it i went crazy i had pots in pots in pots and just everywhere just exploding which is pretty cool because i got a lot of seeds out of it but now it's more like a targeted grow and I want to get bigger beds so that the eight are going to be giants, hopefully. But also, I mean, the strains, you know, you've got to grow the strains you like. <coughs> I think it would be kind of neat that with your season, you could actually like stagger grow some things to be, you know, done. So you could maybe have a, a few different, you know, harvests come out. You know, you you just wouldn't do them quite as long, you know? Yeah. You wouldn't get no, that I do, giant bush, but. I do have uh, some genetics. I'm, I've got something from uh, Dutch Passion that's, uh, I think from the seventies. It's one of the good outdoor strains and it flowers in about six weeks. So that one, I stagger a bit. And with the autos now, I mean, with the autos, you can just think of, it's like a constant harvest basically. It's a lot more work for sure, but it's worth it. But yeah, I stagger the hell out of this season and I'm, I'm happy I have such a long growing season as well. I just, I have the problem with the weight now, the 1.2 kgs. So I've got to be careful as well, you know, the, the, the size of the bushes and just how much extra stuff I have. Yeah. But then yeah, put, put that stuff into concentrates and give it away to people. That's not a problem. <laughs> I mean, is that stuff like super strictly enforced? Like, do you know people getting popped for having weight? It's not really. I mean, it's mostly, I mean, if someone's going to hassle you, they're going to look for money. You know, it's, it's like a bribe situation. Someone's looking for money if they're going to hassle you. Because the courts, the, the police are too busy with other things. You know, it's actually a waste of their time. Unless they're looking for an extra few coins. <laughs> It's like that the world over, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Hey, I just I just wanted to give a shout out to you, buds, before my phone dies. 
All right, man. Uh, it, was, it was nice to finally meet you, brother. Mad love, mad respect. And uh, likewise, man. Likewise, it's been cool. It's been cool to see you having such a good time. <laughs> well, we we need to figure out how to get together and have a cookout. I think our, I think our two cookout styles would mix pretty good together. I think so. Slabs of meat on the fire. What the hell is wrong with that? <laughs> hey, hey, and then we can test each other's home brew and shit out too. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Good to see you, Johnny. Yes. Y'all, love you guys. Stay blessed. Night. Hey, great show. Stay blessed. Love y'all. You too, buddy. I don't think Johnny's uh, mobile home or, you know, his his new RV is going to make it down to South Africa, though. I was thinking, like, if they met halfway, it'd have to be on a barge. You know, we'd have to have a party, meet up on a barge. Well, look, um, <clears throat> my plans are probably Canada. So things are, things are getting a bit heavier. They, they're starting to enforce a bunch of new laws on housing. and So basically land ownership. So they could potentially say, well, we're going to take your land and we're not going to pay you. We're not going to compensate you for it. So you just lose it straight. This could pretty much happen. I think it's going to too. So I'm thinking Canada. I mean, uh, animation industry is pretty cool there, as far as I've heard. I want to do snowboarding. The growing is going to be a massive learning curve. So I can only imagine because it's pretty cold there, isn't it? <laughs> Everything's indoor, man, from what Literally, I hear over there. The polar opposite. Yeah. Like in every you know, sense. I'm gonna have, I will have to switch indoor for sure. Where I'm at, I get half. You know, I get one outdoor season, and then the rest is all indoor. Oh, it's best of both worlds. <laughs> nah. I, I get all. I used to get all the seasons. I remember there being four as a kid, but uh, I think it's been dropped down to like roughly two now. You know, it's just either hot or cold. Cost, cost saving. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> So I got some good news. All uh, my uh, Violator F2 cross that I was working on, all those should be coming down this weekend, uh, along with uh, Chem 91 that I pollinated in there and uh, those three Charlotte's webs. So Fluffy, that's that second package I told you that I was going to be sending out. So um, I was supposed to be getting seeds out to a bunch of people quite a while ago, and I'm just finally now actually getting around to it. So I apologize to everybody for how long it's taken me to get my shit together, but uh, it's happening now. <coughs> and, uh, well, good things are uh, coming in. Uh, right on, man. Yeah. <coughs> the violator that I got from you, um, what was that cross with again? I believe that was a Chemdog Afghani F2 pollen. So, and do you know the flowering time on that one? I have no idea. They've never been grown before. So, wow, well, I should just say I have no idea is not true because I've grown the violators out. I would say in nine, 10 weeks would be my guess. It seems to be kind of standard with most of that stuff. Uh, so I have to say, sorry, I shouldn't say I have no idea. It's just that I've never actually seen it is what I was uh, getting at. Well, 10 is a safe number to go with. I mean, if it's eight, you were two weeks off. If it was 12, you were two weeks off. Yeah, so just go with the 10. Yeah, yeah, that works. 
Well, yeah. besides, I've honestly I've never had uh, any time I've seen a pack of seeds tell me eight weeks. It's been closer to ten weeks, anyways. So it's at least nine and something, you know, for me personally. What you know that I've never caught. I mean, I have a friend that cuts exactly on the day that they say, like sixty-four days. He's bang, and I'm like, you should look. He grows some bomb shit though. So I mean, I don't know. He, lucky bastard i guess because i'm looking at the trichomes and i'm counting the weeks and i notice i'm like definitely into week nine before i'm actually cutting the thing even though it's supposed to be an eight week plant yeah yeah um, sometimes i mean it's the difference between like some other growers like trichome profile compared to yours like how much amber how much whatever you know like Hell, you might you he might have had something that was like clear and cloudy. I mean, it might have and I mean that would be some stuff that would be so different, you know, from what you grew that yeah, it'd probably mess you all up. You know, it could also be environment. So like you know, each environment you take the same plant, you're gonna end up with a different end result. You know, that 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 could very well be it too. Like his environment could have personally allowed that to happen. He was pretty dialed in. I gotta gotta say he was he had he had a hell of a system going so he, he knew his shit that was the one i was talking about that had the arrow system with the 40 plants and he'd only let it grow so big he was the one that would cut them man right on the day and he he definitely had a sticky profile that's for sure made me want to cut mine but like i said i was always looking and i would i would always have to wait for that you know 25 30 percent amber coverage before i could cut it with just something in me it said just wait just wait just wait it was the longest extra seven days of my life, but you know. Yeah, I just took mine yeah. down at like 70 days and uh, I really kind of wanted to take it longer just for shits and giggles, take it like 75, 77. Man, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> just, it was driving me nuts. You get the point, man, when you just want to cut it just so you could start the next, like get that done trend i mean once it becomes after a few grows you know in the beginning it's all exciting but after it becomes kind of systematical you know in your mind it's like you want to just get this down things are kind of being held up in your veg area you need to get those moved because the, the small ones are actually bigger and they need to get to where the other ones are at least in my life that's how it works you know this three stages where my shit moves to and if my flowering stage is jamming me up then that's jamming up everything else and it's kind of just that's that's usually what the issue is with me like i just want to keep things moving at a good rate so if my i can't move into flower with the next one until that is done and that includes just cutting it down trimming it and you know whatnot because it, it's all going to be done before i can move on and i'm lazy i'll take a week what's off behind you, bud? what dp DP, what's behind you, man? I was on Amazon one night. And, uh, he was on Amazon. Okay, let's get it straight. <laughs> I was on Amazon and uh, yeah, it was nice. And I my, just said, <laughs> and it came to my door. And every time oh, I it, it was worthwhile, man. It, it looks cool. It's killer, killer piece. Then my daughter has the same that. one, man. I love it. Every time I do some mind exploring activities, I find new stuff in there to 
Thanks, Papa. Fine. I appreciate it. Thanks. You didn't know that was actually a holographic image. What's that? Sorry, guys. Go No, I was saying my kid has the exact same one. When I first saw you, I was like, hey, I know that. I know that tapestry. I know. Yeah, somebody else on the cannabis has it too. I'll get a new one one day. I like it. No, it's definitely cool. I'll get. I'm gonna get uh, a man cave going one day. That's it. That's impressive one you've got right there, buds. Buds is smoking. You've done some work in that thing. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, you guys want a tour? Yeah, I yeah. was just gonna say, how about a tour? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try to hold this laptop without dropping it. This dark. You know what happened? <laughs> if you do, I expect to learn a few new words. Right. The only personal space I have is my grow room. That's pretty cool. Yeah. First thing okay. I see is Iron Maiden flags. Bonus points. Nice. And when the sun comes through in the afternoon, they they lit up like uh, light boxes. It's so fucking cool. It's also creepy. People don't dig it. I do. <laughs> I love how you got your most of your toys hanging on the wall in the box too. I had the same thing going for a while. Yeah, I've got so much easier. Kids, yeah, it's so much easier to display them just to leave them in the box. It's difficult to do with a stupid laptop story. Hey, wait, wait, wait! I, I thought you were going to describe each item uh, separately. What is this? Just no ways. That was like the was that the Ghostbusters? Yep. Yep. Nice. Oh wow. You got a back something from Back to the Future in there? I do. Let's see yeah. if we can start naming stuff off and see if he has it randomly. Okay, it's just down on the floor here. Yeah. Um, this comes from uh, Orlando, actually. A honeymoon day in Disney in Orlando. Nice. Is that the uh, part one car or the part two car? I think it's the two, the one with the trash thing. Yes, with the fusion. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just Mr. thought that was a for some reason. How many McFarland Doctor Who stuff? You look like you had a wall and you 16, somewhere around there. I've been selling them. Yeah. I've had to I mean, sell a lot. Spawn items. I love what? Spawn. They oh, always yeah. make some really cool toys. What about He-Man? You got, you got that in there? He-Man. Uh, I actually have a figure. Which one? No, the uh, older generation from, or the it's new? It's actually... Hold on a sec. I mean, that's been, you, you're talking my world now, yeah. Oh, Toys and oh, head He Man, yeah. But my, <laughs> I had a collection of Thundercats and He Man stuff, but disappeared. Oh. This is the only Thundercats I have. This weird thing. You remember oh. this actually? <laughs> yeah. Ain't that Kung Fu Damn it, Why didn't I have this when Johnny was still here? <laughs> Here's the unicorn, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's great. It was it was almost like hard not to sit there and just kind of keep my eye on Johnny to see what the hell was going on in that world. Was... Oh. Cool. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's pretty Love creepy. that. 
you got any of the Rob Zombie? I think did he ain't that? The he did. He was doing the movies for him for a while, or his toys. I think I remember him doing Halloween and yeah, Freddy. Yeah, I, no, I didn't get any of those, eh? But I got this one. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude, I remember when those came out. Those were kind of cool. I, was I dug that guy. I thought that movie was pretty cool. It was. Open the box, man. Open the box. Yeah. No. <laughs> Part two was really good, too. You see that one, Fluffy? The yeah. box is going to cut my hands, man. <laughs> Nah, don't don't open it. Yeah. Well, my stuff is on sale right now. I'm, I'm gonna go with the the last question for toys. Ninja Turtles. Um. Yeah, I did dig them as a kid. Uh, my parents really couldn't afford to get me any. And so there's I none of them in the room. No, nah, no Ninja Turtles. I, I wanted to buy the van a while ago, but I've got two small kids, so I've got to be responsible. Yeah. <laughs> I had the van growing up. Yeah, I wanted that thing so bad eh, as a kid. Where's your Pokemon cards? Dude, I had the van too, but you always lost the pizzas for the shooter. So, like, it always pissed you off. And you had to the buy, pizza like, disc? Yeah, you always pizza lost Pizza disc, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That or the, the flap that came the the top came open so you could put the guys in it one of the things would always break like one of the hinges on the side always piss you off uh, oh cool violator yeah this guy's cool man <coughs> there's so much stuff in here it's just crazy i was actually looking this afternoon because i wanted to just straighten some shit out because well, the kids coming in here it's a, it's a mess I'm tripping over things all the time. And I was just looking and going, when the hell did I buy that? What the hell? Where'd that come from? It's cool. It's nice to, it's not, it's nice to just sit here and, uh, and just stare at stuff. But it's also not good because this is where I work as well. So I'll be sitting here and staring at stuff. <laughs> Easy to get really sidetracked with what you're doing? Most of the time, yeah. It's, it's good. Um, I'm actually trying to develop a game. It's taking very long, but you know doing it solo so if i need reference i just look up and go okay cool there's a scary monster or whatever i can just you know try <coughs> take a piece off there or this is the proportion of the skull and all that kind of stuff so you'll find most animators they have figurines everywhere it's more a reference piece than it is anything else yeah i will uh, send a link to a few of you guys at some point so you can play around with it and see it. It's not going to be finished in any way, but just run around and just check the work. I would absolutely check that out. Oh, yeah, hell, DM me whenever you want. I'll check that out for you. I'm going to do that in the, within the next week. I'm going to do a few, run a few uh, executables and stuff, package some game packages or whatever. Um, My kid does a Discord for games. I could totally like get you cool. ran through by a bunch of... You know, twenty-year-olds. Oh, I thought kind of weird, huh? Um, best, best audience. I'm getting old right now, but it's the best audience. Because that's when I was sucking up on raising. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, look, uh, the game has the Ghostbuster headquarters in it, and I, I don't know how I'm gonna get around licensing issues, but I want to have uh, those storage lockers. 
So you go in there and you open and there's just a proton pack just chilling out. And when you go over it, it says, put on proton pack. And you just go, what the fuck? I can actually do this. And you unload the laser on, on the inside of that Ghostbuster headquarters. Like posters you and shit. You can even cross streams. Cross, yeah, if you want to do that, you blow up the whole game world or whatever. We could do that shit. <laughs> Is it going to be a free roam game or a mission-based yeah, game? So open open so world. Right now. Yeah, open world. But uh, here's the thing. The reason I started the game was to to show, show people my the audio that I create, like the music, you know, all that stuff. Um, I want to do it without the reaction, you know, just let people do it on their own. Because I always feel blind playing something for people, you know, playing a song, or whatever. I just feel so like cheesy, you know, it's a weird thing. <laughs> but there's at least 400 of them and some are actually pretty creepy. So, you're fighting a badass demon or whatever the hell it is. And there's this music playing suddenly. <laughs> Everything about this sounds amazing, and I want to do it. Yeah, sign me up. I, I would definitely check that out. You guys are all in. I'm gonna send you links, eh? And uh, on the on the specs and stuff, I'm running it on a 12 year old PC with a 750 graphics card. It's old specs, so it should run pretty damn good on current stuff. Just not don't expect ray tracing. That's that stuff's crazy. <laughs> Not gonna do that right now, but it, it looks good though. Looks good. Lots of hard work. So you running around as a Ghostbuster? Is that basically? No, no, you no, no. Hunt you, down ghosts. You get called for. Are you just shooting a proton pack and destroying the city? It's it's got nothing to do with actual Ghostbusters. It's uh, the whole aim is it's you have to go inside my head. Okay, so you go into my memory and and my whole childhood and all that kind of stuff. And there's you know, all those pop culture references and stuff. So I'm trying to use that to get around the licensing issues. See what I mean? So you will know what it is. If you know, you know. I mean, we know this thing. It's got to be like that game Pandemonium. I don't know of it, but I'll check yeah, it out. Yeah, it, it was based off an acid trip. So, was, <laughs> so, you know, I'm just imagining, like, you know, going through your head as I'm looking at your room, you know. There will be those moments. There will be those moments. So I've figured out a way of tearing the image. So, you know, when, when the acid starts to come in, your image, basically, what you're looking at starts to separate. And it starts, it does this wavy thing. And it just pulls apart. And then, you know, that's when stuff starts to warp. And so there'll be moments like that where you'll just be walking along and a, a creepy song will start up. Got to have the creepy songs. And uh, basically, it's like you're on an acid trip. And you will know, and you'll think, shit, am I having a flashback or something? <laughs> I think I actually mentioned about music being really important in, like, you know, movies or games, because I was I was doing the uh, the VR system. <laughs> I don't know if you ever tried that, but I was playing Slenderman, and I put, some going into VR, it's insane, dude, because, like, yeah. you know, you used to play in a game just, like, on a screen, and this is the world, and your peripheral is reality, when your peripheral is no longer reality, but you're in the middle of the woods and you look everywhere you look, it was so crazy, man. Like you can look down, look around, but the music is really what gets you, you know, like you know something fucked up's gonna happen and creepy and it get it when that music kicks in. So it it's totally music is key to to It's the emotion, to it, emotion it's what makes you, yeah. 
And uh, in 2016, I started building VR stuff for a company I worked for. It didn't work out because, you know, the initial rig was so expensive and the clients just weren't going for it. They're like, why? For what? But they didn't understand what we had. I took my game and I put it in there and I put some uh, Fiat 500 cars. You, you basically start in the car and you ride through the city and then on the radio is music playing. It's like, it was like house music or whatever, you know, just friendly stuff for people. But it made that experience so much better. <clears throat> With my VR, you could actually walk around. People would go stagger, just take it off and go, oh, too much, you know, get a little bit freaked out, but nauseous, but put it back on, go again. You don't get nauseous again. That's the cool thing about VR. You yeah, get they had, they, like, they okay, had a roller coaster one, man. And a roller coaster thing oh. seems so real. Like it, yeah. it's like, you're kind of like bobbing your head around and it's going around corners and you realize you're not moving anywhere, but your brain makes you think you are. Yeah. I just so. really like looking up like the YouTube fail VR videos, like the dude who was playing like pool. And like went to go lean on the table and just face planted because there's no table there, you know stuff like that. Like that shit is hilarious. My friend almost did that with my son's VR on his face. He was dodging a wall and he went and he just started running towards the real wall. And I grabbed him because I knew what was coming next. I've seen the videos, you know. And luckily, I luckily I snatched him up because he would have been face first into it. That's like an eight hundred dollar freaking VR system. I've already, I've already, I almost punched through the glass fucking uh, armoire I got up here when we, he first got here, I was sword fighting, dude, and you can't see it, but you got a barrier, but I, I got kind of long arms, and then with the extra, like, handle that kind of sticks out for the sensor, I wasn't taking that, and, like, I went, like, straight out to stab this thing, and I heard it tap the glass, and, like, I lifted the glass up, and I was like, Oh shit! I almost put my fist through the armoire. <laughs> you know, you, you you just get so into it, dude. And it's three hundred sixty degrees, man. Sometimes you're being attacked, so it's like you're. It's a workout if you're playing a, a decent game. It took me a little while. Like I was sore a few days, and like getting used to that extra weight on your neck right here. That was another thing. Like you're trying to move around real quick, but it's got that extra weight here, so it's. That's the only real downfall. I can see whiplash and neck problems coming from it, but it's fun as hell. So, how long were you doing it? How long were you wearing it? The first time was probably two hours, and then I felt a little achy just because I was learning how to use it, and then the next day I was probably on it like six hours to the point where I took the glasses off. It took a little while for reality to actually get its edges back, you know, like... A virtual reality looks fairly real, but there's definitely a cartoony tint to it, if, if that makes sense. Reality is now. Huh? Do you have a totem? You know, like in fucking Inception? Can you tell which level yeah. you're in? Yeah, it's you guys. <laughs> are, you back? are you back with us now, or are you, or are you fucking... <laughs> you tell me. I'm relying on you. I, I use you guys. You're my totems. Oh, you're fucked. I know. <laughs> I just, I accept reality for what it is. I'm what do y'all think Johnny's doing right now? Our perception is our reality, bro. Johnny said he was he's sleeping in space. the uh, grow room. He's, he's not going to sleep. Yeah, that's what I, I said. He's making mistakes. Like, not for a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. So what was the last brew you uh, brewed up, bud, buds? Uh, currently having the pineapple one. 
Okay. You've, you've definitely inspired me to uh, try that in the future. It's, it's, it's really nice. Um, just if you want to do, uh, if you want to do this version, don't search for like the African version, South African pineapple beer. It's not great. The Mexican one. Um, I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. They make a good one because it, it has amazing flavor and it also has a kick to it. It could right. be potentially about 10, 12% alcohol. So okay. it can get pretty strong. I've been messed up on this stuff a few times chatting with you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? It's nighttime and I'm already hammered having a good time and you guys are just waking up. <laughs> so just no. excuse all the weird posts. <laughs> um, yeah. Crashing. When you uh, make that, do you have a lot of that stuff? Uh, like, so do you grow a lot of that stuff in your yard, like the fruits and whatnot? Or I, I do have locally? pineapples. Yeah. I've got, and actually, the reason I, I'm doing the pineapples now, uh, we have the climate. Um, and I read a post that said you take the top off, twist it, put it in the ground, and you just leave it. Give it a bit of water now and then, and it will just pop roots. So <clears throat> it's just one of those plants that just keeps giving. It's very cool. And, you know, all this knowledge we're losing. We're being dumbasses by not growing stuff. And that, my message to everyone, anyone who's listening, is just grow something. Grow some balls or grow some plants. <laughs> Do both. Yeah, Start tippers, grow some balls and grow a garden, yeah. That's it. Because <laughs> it takes work. Don't be afraid of work. I agree. I, think, I mean, right. You take, you know, something like your green onion or something, you know, you just, you, you, you cut the root ball off, you put it back in the ground and it just starts up again. I mean, you, it's free. You don't lose any. Yeah. It never stops. So Same with garlic. I mean, it's, it's tough to grow garlic though. I mean, okay. Look in colder climates, it's a little bit easier for me. I just have to get the timing right. Try not to overwater and just, just, you know, keep looking after the stuff. But yeah, plants, they just give it to you for free. Okay. We're the dumbest. Garlic. garlic for us is like super easy, right? It's just the bad part is you got to overwinter it once. So it takes forever, yeah. you know, if you want a decent head of garlic. But I mean, if you just want little fancy ass garlic, right? You can pull that stuff up like it's no thing around. Yeah, and just yeah. smash the cloves. You don't even need to grind it up. The skin is so soft. Fresh garlic. Yeah. You don't have to do any fancy knife tricks. You just stick it in a pot and you're good to go. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. and then like I said, you just take one clove off and you throw it back in the dirt and you got more garlic. Great. It's another one that just gives right back. You know. People are always surprised when you tell them about your crops and you tell them about how you grew. Like, how did you do that? You know, and it, you tell them and they look at you like, no, you're talking shit, man. You're not being straight with me right now. Yeah, it's it's nuts. And I, I was a, I was the same, the same back as a kid. My dad actually taught me how to grow a bunch of stuff, because he was growing thorn trees and you know, um, African wild trees and trying to bring the wild back into the garden. Because you know, every property that gets developed, they take away all the natural biome and just put in a bunch of generic trees and shrubs and bullshit. So he wanted to just try and take it back to where it might have been. And I actually, I'm lucky. I've got a few of those trees. Yeah, they're about to fall and crush my wall, but but they're beautiful and huge. <laughs> Good old African stuff. 
yeah, I'd love to see some of the stuff that's out there. Like that'd be like a whole new world. You know, I just love plants. I love growing stuff. You know, I love just looking at like the different foliage and stuff. So, you know, I would, I would love to just like see that area. You know, that's uh, another reason I love your posts, you know, your garden in the background, just some of the natural foliage and shit you can see beyond the wall and whatnot. Yeah. It's yeah. super cool to me. It's, it's one of those, um, the, the, the tenant of this house before me, I've been here about 10 years, but um, she had made sure that the, the plants that were in the, in the garden were hardy plants and low maintenance on water and all that kind of stuff. So it was basically uh, indigenous African stuff, which she reintroduced. And I got to say, there's different seasons where there's so many different colors of flowers. And it just, there's one part of the season just before summer hits, there's these white flowers that pop up everywhere, just out of the blue. Two days later, they're done. They're there and then they're gone. It's incredible. So yeah, um, the planning on this place was pretty good. I'm just trying to introduce more uh, natural deterrence, do more lavender, get rid of the mosquitoes, because we have a crazy problem here, especially with the rains. These things carry you away in summer. I can only imagine how bad. You're a fairly like moist climate too, right? Yeah, we've got some humidity. It drops down sometimes to about 23%. What's the lowest? Colorado gets like, what, five or very low levels. Does it get to zero even? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. That's crazy. I, I, I can't imagine drawing something there. Denver was uh, minus uh, 30 Celsius. Yeah, that's hectic. That's cold. Yeah, it is very cold. I've experienced the, the coldest I've experienced here is about minus five. Yeah, so it's not yeah. much really. Yeah. Yeah, it really makes our outdoor growing season really, really short. Yeah, just about impossible. Unless you use the light deprivation, it's just about impossible to grow in Canada outdoors. How stable is the power system there? Oh, that's yeah, that's not an issue. You know, that's not a problem. Well, then you know, I would just do what Fluffy does and do the organic setup, and you know, keep 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 the soil doing the work for me, and have those artificial lights. I, I'd love to actually do indoor because I want to see what the the those sativas do, especially with with uh, I've got one called Mango Acha. That thing is so mango-y, it's unfreaking believable. I'll be sitting, sitting in the lounge watching TV with the door open and this waft would just keep coming in. Just these mangoes, like fruit, just one plant. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to see the colors of that thing because outdoor, you don't get the expressions at all. Okay, you might get, like I was saying with the wedding cake earlier, there's some pink pistols and a little bit of coloration, but for the most part, it's basically just green. And the color yeah. comes from the colder weather. That's right, yeah. It's too hot. It's too hot for these plants to actually have good expressions. So when I started doing the, the Gorilla Glue Auto in midwinter, I actually got some good color off that one. So that it, it actually, it's basically, uh, it's what made me realize that indoor growing, the colder temperatures bring those funky colors and the leaves go like interesting. Yeah, so you know what? I actually do try to grow into the seven. This is why I say seven months. 
because I want to try and grow and finish off in that last month because I'm going to get so many different uh, different colors and, and, and even uh, different flavors. I mean, I'm pretty sure all the terpene production, is, it's much better in the cold. The heat, it, I'm sure a lot of it volatilizes off or just disappears. So maybe that's the reason, you know? Fuck it, this new bud's getting me goofed. I'm trying out some new stuff. I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy when I can getting the temperatures down. And even in my LED room, uh, well, actually, I mean, that's all I have is in LED rooms. But uh, I, I, try, I like when that temperature kind of gets down into the, you know, like higher, higher to mid 70s sometimes. <coughs> so with LED, that's that's pretty chilly really so yeah i've found it definitely brings on some nice dark colors it really brings out the expression and you know i have noticed uh, my bud was a little funkier at times you know when it got good and cold yeah so, yeah i'm a fan purples. yeah i think um yeah i have a, a like a major issue with heat here definitely I mean, there's positives and negatives, but yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be an adjustment, but I definitely want to shoot through to, to Canada and stay there for a bit or immigrate, man. I've got, to, I've got to go. It's just becoming very difficult here. It sucks because it, it is a beautiful country, but you know what? It's beautiful everywhere. It's planet Earth, dude. It's beautiful everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, sometimes Rick will like, sit next to the window and I'll tell you what. That view it's ain't a joke. Yeah. I've seen some snow-covered mountains. It's just gorgeous, man. Some trees popping out. It's I can just imagine me going down there in a the snowboard. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. Love my son to be able to do that. That'd be cool. Did you see my video? I'll have to post it again. I got a drone to do a, a roundabout uh, here, and uh, it turned out quite nice. In the, it was in the middle of summer. You know, it's no cool. Link me so I can see it. He's not in the group chat, Rick. Yeah, he's not in our group chat, Rick. <laughs> but it was a, it was an awesome video. That's for damn sure. But snow snow's cool, but it's not anything that I enjoy having to deal with every <laughs> year. You know. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's a big job. I, when I moved up here 15 years ago, I mean, I loved it. I loved it, but it's a job now. It's a, it's a chore. It's over an acre here. And I've pretty much got it all. That's all white clover at the bottom. And, and you can't, I can't, I don't, I don't own a, a riding mower. My neighbor's got one, but and he's, I'm welcome to use it. But my property is so crooked. There's, there's no level spot where I can get a get a good run with a, a riding mower. So it's all you know. Yeah, weed eater. I bet you I spend more time with a weed eater, man. It's it's a job. Yeah, yeah. I won't miss that. <laughs> but anyway, that's me. Yeah. Still, it's been cool to hang out with you, with you guys, eh? Um, yo, DP, how long you been drawing, sketching and stuff? 
Uh, I mean, I always like through through school and stuff like that. I always doodled instead yeah, of doing. Yeah, what it was work me. Like, yeah, that, you know, like passing notes and stuff like that. Mom, I draw shit. Yeah, dragon. Teacher calls my mom the one day and says, "What the fuck? Your son is drawing demons and shit on his arm." She's like, "He's drawing. Leave him alone." Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I did that, and then I really, honestly, really got into art more so when I started getting tattooed by this guy, and he was at a new shop, and uh, it started getting really busy. You know what I mean? And he was like, yo, do you want to like help out at behind the desk and shit like that? I was like, sure. Why not? All right. And um, so after that, he uh, had me, he asked me if I wanted to learn how to do piercings because he was just overwhelmed with piercing and tattooing. And I was like, hell yeah. And in that time, I was doing a lot of uh, stencil work for him. I was doing a lot of, uh, you know, just uh, researching designs and stuff like that. And I started finding my groove in my hand and stuff like that and my style. And, uh, he saw that and asked if I wanted to do an apprenticeship for tattooing. And that's where my kind of art started taking off. It was uh, kind of at that point. Um, so I, I didn't, never really had any kind of formal training or anything with, with art, but I kind of find my style. And, yeah, you know, and I just kind of find my style. And it's always been kind of more of a... Uh, thing for me so with this whole graphic design thing starting that and and, and doing that it, it's uh it's a, it's a fun venture and um i'm enjoying it so i have a, a lot of work ahead of me with that stuff so it's a good journey though yeah yeah no doubt it's fun it's so it's so much more um you can do so much more with a computer you know what i mean than you can with just uh well, shit, man. If, uh, if you wanna... physical mediums, you know what I mean. Physical yeah. mediums are so much, so much different than what you can do with a computer, you know. So I'm also looking at, at the graffiti. I'm really enjoying looking into that and uh, the different aspects of that styles, you know, and, and the stuff that people do. Like I love street art. I always have. So uh, to start putting that into practice is going to be pretty fun. Well, I've got some buildings in the game, so graffiti the shit out of the walls there let's see how it looks it'll be like a virtual art gallery yeah i definitely gotta oh, check gonna, that stuff out i'm looking forward to I'm checking doing that, that as well yeah. Fuck yeah this is what i'm doing it for yeah. virtual art gallery so if you want to join in and put some slap some art on the walls hell yeah man i definitely so, would check how does that work out you your character has a spray can is this like uh no, no, no it's just there. It's mark like, echoes getting up like and you actually can start tagging and whatnot like you got me intrigued. There's yeah. a lot going on in this game, man. I could do that, but it's actually just the the city uh, the city design and that kind of stuff. So there's concrete stains and rust stains and all kinds of stuff. And then there's like can I drop stuff. from the rooftops and kill? You can, yeah, you can do that. If you land on something, it'll kill you probably. Yeah. No, no. I mean, can I jump off a rooftop and yeah, kill yeah, people? Yeah, yeah, You can go. You can you can go anywhere. Okay. Although the rooftops are protected. You know, by, like Assassin's Creed style. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You, you can, yeah. But you okay. got to figure out how to stop there's an area that stops you. Sorry, say again? Yeah, it involves killing profits in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this one's a little different, though. It, the zombie, there's zombies in there, but they're not, they're not real zombies. They're made of fabric. So there was this crazy dude who went in before you. 
So you're actually going in to find out what the hell is taking you so long. Because there's this big corporation that wants results. You know what I'm saying? So you're going in as like the second to find out what happened to the first. And you find out this guy went crazy. And he made all these like dull kind of things out of fabric just for companionship. Because the bots in the game are so boring. So he tried to make his own AI kind of setup. And then he makes one AI that turns out to be a real badass. And I won't tell you the rest. Because he's trying to make himself a bride kind of thing. Oh, so, shit. Pillow zombies. Ex Machina. Ex Machina, you remember that? Like Thursday's microdose version for me. I'm ready now. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. I popped the link. I don't know if it went through to the chat. Did it? Okay. I got it. I don't know. My phone's about to die anyway. So. I don't see anything. Shit, man. What I the don't... hell happened? Gotta hit enter on that crap, right? <laughs> yep. Oh, all right. You're, yep. I got you right here. You're on our chat. I thought you put it in the other one. My bad. Oh, okay. Now, is that a video of the game? Yeah, it's an earlier one, though. And it's it's got my tunes in it. All right. Because now, do we, how do you get, act, when are you going to give access to the game? Uh, within the next week or so, I just need to figure out what else I need to do at the office and stuff. Okay, so, that'll be cool because, like I said, I'll definitely check it out and I'll have my kid check it out. And if you want someone that's actually got a little bit of a following in the video game area, I can totally have him streaming the game for you. Sweet, that'll be cool. Just bear in mind, there's a lot of like licensing issues in this thing, though. Oh, it's okay. He's not. Uh, he can, he, he's at on a ground this, situation. This are you, just you know, where they mod like the games stuff. and stuff. It's all good. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a major thing to get around. There's so much stuff to think about. And if you want voice acting, who do you get? I'm I always wanted to create video things. games, man. When I was a kid, I, it was like my dream job to create a video yeah. game. This is the, the, the ultimate level I wanted to reach. And, you know, the thing is you can't do it by yourself. There's just no way. Um doing all the art and the 3D modeling and animation all that stuff. And doing the music and the audio sound effects. It's nuts. It takes forever just to do one well, little piece. One they usually have a team for that. You know, that's why at the end of the game, there's a huge list, yeah. developers, graphic designers. You know, that's, that's the right you get after you beat the game. You get to see the long list of individuals that were involved with it. Still, man, it's... Uh, I don't know if I'm going to finish it ever, but I'll let people play That'll be cool. So at least people get to play it and check it out. I might never finish it, but fuck it, you played it. You must watch uh, Jodorowsky's Doom. Dune, sorry. Jodorowsky's Dune. It's the movie that was the best movie that was never made. <laughs> crazy. But watch that. That's that's this crazy dude, yeah. Trying to do all this like nutbag stuff, but shit, I'm enjoying the journey though. Uh, that's pretty freaking awesome. But yeah, uh, check the link out in your spare time. And uh, yeah, it's been fun hanging out with you guys. Agreed. Right on, man. Definitely, job. man. Yeah. I'm super stoked you came on, man. Sorry I fumbled the uh, last time you came on. That was miscommunication on my part. No worries, man. I, I don't think I was ready because I'm a very shy character and I don't do this stuff at all. Uh, even even a face to face, even a face to face with someone that I've been speaking to, prayer of is is difficult. 
Even if oh, yeah, someone I, I know, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> I don't I know what's wrong. Fucking awesome talking, man. I appreciate you coming out and uh, sharing That's a little been, bit of your brilliant. life. Yeah, okay. I look forward to it. I want to apologize for all the geography questions. <laughs> it was just my so, curiosity. So, I didn't mean to the, put the, you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> the word on you is that you are the Achilles heel of the group. You're going to find that person's weakness. And they're going to go, what the? Short circuit. <laughs> You almost had your coordinates, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you were sending a drone with a pack of no, seeds, I, I, I was going to say the same thing, but I didn't want to. They won't even get shot down yet, so don't even stress. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, check that out. Be like, oh, it's another fucking douchebag and his drone. Is he delivering KFC? What the fuck's wrong with this guy? <laughs> it's not here. How ordered this thing five months ago? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got another technical question here. I see in this chat down here, it looks like a number 29. And this one over here, it says nine. And I wondered what the difference was. Nobody helped me on that. Okay. What are you talking about, Willis? I'll, I'll save it for Siri. Don't worry about it. There's probably 29 messages in our chat. Yeah. I think he's saying there's like 29 messages in our Zoom chat and there's nine people still listening on YouTube. Thank you. I don't you. know what he's trying to say. Thank you. Well, nine people. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I just wondered why the numbers were different. That's all. All right. Well, dudes, I'm going to have to sign off. Eh? It's been so awesome hanging with all of you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'll be more relaxed next time. Yeah, you know, meeting everyone for the first time, but hey, it'll be cooler next time. It'll be cooler next time. Hey, we need, man, we need, a, we need a proper tour of the room, not one of these quick camera things. You got to stop at each item and explain it to us when you got it and all that stuff. Well, that'll take a while. I, I can just tell by that back part right there. <laughs> you know what? Well, to make it easier, we'll go one wall at a time, right? One wall each episode. So we'll get you back for at least four episodes that way. How's that sound? So I did one of those 3D virtual things. I did the math, and I don't know if I'm even close to being right, but you are nine hours ahead of us. Or, uh, well... I got to get the house ready for the, the cleaner that comes in and all that kind of stuff. So it's almost 8.30 now. Or no, no. It's almost... It's 5.20, yeah, 5.20. I, I want to catch some sleep as so. <laughs> well. 5.20 a.m. Yeah. Okay, so say, and say 8.20... Yeah. Get a couple Eight. weeks. We'll we'll see you later. Hey, yes, wait, see. wait! It won't take me long. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's four twenty, right? Four twenty. We missed. We missed four twenty. Okay, well that's eight hours. So, want to invite you back um, Sunday? Are we doing something special on Sunday? Can we squeeze the buds in? And you're going to tell me you're busy anyway. That would be uh, eight hours. So that'd be you guys just 
afternoon. You guys just want to see me on on some uh, some good quality uh, brew, home brew. <laughs> you want me to pull a Johnny, right? Oh. <laughs> That's Friday night, if I remember correctly. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't what know. Do, su- Sunday morning, like a Sunday morning or Saturday morning session. That would end up being the Sunday, Sunday night. Or sun, yeah, somewhere around there for me. No, no, Saturday night. Sorry. So if you guys are in the morning, then I'm at night. So. Gotcha. So our, our Friday night is it, Saturday morning. Man. You know the real sad part is? The next time we all talk, we're going to have the exact same conversation. Yeah, we are. Yeah. That's why I don't have a conversation about converting Celsius to Fahrenheit anymore because I'll have it a hundred times and I still won't figure that shit out. I forget it. I, I instantly just goes, okay, knowledge I don't need right now. Sweet guys. Hey, no, man. Catch you later, please. Peace and later, man. Good one, man. Next time. Yeah, next time, brother. Yeah, have a great night, my man. Hey, you too. Ciao, ciao. Anyways, Rick, you look big, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, know what it was, but uh, having fun with numbers over there. Something got me. Something got me. <laughs> you see how like you see how cheesy and shit he got when we started talking about the view out his window. You can see how stoned he was, man. He got <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> he had a dive zone battle in his head, dude. Like it was insane. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> there was like three hundred messages to go through at some point. I was like, oh geez, like <laughs> it's a lot of mumbo jumbo, man. Yeah, I I, I, honestly, I stopped. I stopped. I, I'll go back. I'll go back. I never go back. I always say that I never go back because I'll come back and it'll be another hundred something messages. I'm like, Jesus Christ, all I did was fry chicken real quick. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I walk away from the phone for an hour, my my shit's so full. Like, I got to put it on silent all day pretty much because it's just constantly going off, going off, especially if, like, there's a couple of us in the morning or whatever just rambling on. It's unreal, man. It's just like bang, 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 bang. Yeah, I didn't realize it. It consumed so much, uh, so much power. I uh, turned everything off on my iPad, so I've just got it on my phone and my computer. Well, how many people are in our chat? Like eight, nine are are connected into that. No, no, the, our personal chat, the one that 13. keeps causing all the numbers to be 250 in a matter of like three hours. 13 people. 13 people? Yeah. Wow. How many? 13. Rick's so confused right now. You don't even know. <laughs> I'd also like to admit that during the week, I contribute very little to any of this because I'll be busy working. So I'll go and swing a saw around for like a tank of gas, which is usually about 35, 40 minutes or so. And, you know, that's your kind of in between tanks is trying to check your phone or whatever. And there's like, just how is that even possible? Like, it's like, yeah, how do you... How, I can type out like five messages in an hour. 
Hey, like, like, doesn't matter how big or small they are, you're gonna get about five. <laughs> and then it's like, so you take all you guys and multiply that by five, and you guys are still doing a fuck of a lot more than five minutes. Dude, you guys went up to throw me and Johnny in the same room. Like, we had our own thing going on, and I, and you decided to let us like bring him into as well. And I was just like, oh, they, they're so fucked. Like, I don't even know why they did this. While he's talking to me on that one, he's also hitting me up on ours, and talking to me about the same thing. I think he's forgetting that he's actually talking to me twice. Well, you guys do this the same thing here on, on YouTube and Zoom, and I can't, I, like, I can't even begin to keep up. I couldn't even start to think about typing over here because my head is gone from here, and by the time I get back here, I, I, I'm gone. I, I've learned that the Zoom chat is a very convenient thing to communicate amongst each other without you know while yeah. people are talking and stuff it's come in handy it's probably made me less of a dick interrupting people and stuff let me get another monitor i think i'm gonna get and then i think it'll help uh, it'll help i don't really get to see the live chat or anything that's on my phone and that thing's pretty much dead all the time because of you guys and, you know, right now it's plugged into a wall and I can't really, it's like right here, but I can barely reach it. So it's a lot of me leaning over trying to read, but I don't really see that a lot of the time that we're streaming, but, um, you know, our chat over here, we have our own personal chat. Hey, I if you kind of go down to the menu. It's going to be when Rick really has the ability to like interact with everybody. And Dude, if he I learns technology, he'll take over oh, the man, world. It's going to be great. Dude, when Rick starts like getting into YouTube chat while talking to us, I don't, I don't know if he can keep all the thoughts together. I think it's gonna get interesting. Did you see what happened when he learned how to do those? Uh, I'm gonna say on the gifts. Oh man, he's a pro. He was a pro after the first one. Oh, he did. Dude, you guys taught me that, and it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking is if I can put. Uh, put us on a separate screen and have my computer, then I can use my keyboard. But this way, I got to use the keyboard on my um, on my iPad and it's not as convenient. But I could see myself catching up uh, if I could use you. You say that. Hey, you could use your iPad to do the Zoom and then you could use your computer to do the typing on YouTube. Or yeah. it also depends on how medicated I am by the time we hit the show too. It can determine a lot of my ability of being able to balance both worlds. Hey, I'm gonna jump in here real quick. Say my headphones are dying. I want to say thank you to everybody who's joined us tonight. I'm out of here. It's been great talking with all you guys tonight. And Later, Fluff. Hey, hey Fluffy, really good. To all you in the morning. Hey. Later. Really good to see you, buddy. And and uh, I hope you're feeling feeling good. I'm doing all right. Yes, yeah, it's, it's great to see everybody, man. It was great hanging out with Buds, and you know it was good seeing everybody in chat. I love it. Cool. I'll see yeah, you well. all soon. Have a good night. Peace out, Fluff. I thought he'd never leave. <laughs> all right, guys. With that, I think it might be a good time to shut her down. Uh, a few more right things on. I need to get done for the night before I can <laughs> settle out myself. So seems like. Might as well jump on those. Um, great Good talking to, to everybody. Bud's a smoking. Uh, that was a he was a great a great guest. I cannot wait till we can talk to him again. 
Uh, stop, Sam and uh, you, Steve, for bringing him our attention and uh, getting him lined up, brother. So I was, uh, he's great. Uh, yeah, definitely a good pick. Yeah, he's cool, man. He's all over the place, and and he's everything cannabis, everything organic, everything. Trying to do things the right way for the right reason, and, and that's what cannabis uh, culture needs, you know. Yeah, yeah, very very cool guest, fellas. Uh, uh, I love it. And they got it real rough over there in the uh, South Africa too. And like he was talking about the power grids and everything. Cause I talked to a kid uh, from South Africa that was growing and he does a lot of outdoors. And he said there were times that they wouldn't even have power going to, you know, a certain section of town for a while, you know? So his, he's got a real tight situation it, just because I know the area, you know, it's that it, he doesn't have the ability to just plug it in and, doing it all the time like you know a lot of us are fortunately able to do he but he does have a longer weather than us but would i trade it probably not yeah, yeah. all right yeah, well, hey when i first moved up here 15 years ago i used to lose my power uh quite a bit and, and for long periods of time but gotta gotta do a shout out there to caribou uh since him and his crew have been around uh Power outages are next to nothing uh, in my area now. It's very, very uncommon that I'll lose my power for more than maybe two hours in the whole year. Well, it's because I'm a pot grower and I hate losing power. So I know what that's about. So it's like uh, pot growers helping pot growers, really. Keep the fucking power on so we can get those harvests in, right? So, uh, <laughs> get it fucking done. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, with that, we'll shut it down for the night. Everyone in chat, we absolutely love Let's all you guys. Boys. We love you, and uh, we'll catch you. Actually, you know what? I hate to say it. Friday night, it's up in the air right now. Uh, I might be traveling. Uh, it depends on what time I get off work. Uh, but I'll let everybody know as soon as I have an idea. Um, okay. See you, boys. All right. Later, guys. All right. Ciao, everyone.